<laughs> Hello and welcome to the Soundcast on Sunday, the seventeenth of November, twenty thirteen. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Robert Kemp, Octopuses, Robert Kemp's brother Richard Kemp, Squidbird, and Zachary Burgess. <laughs> Sorry, I had to cough. <laughs> as soon as I started talking, it was like, oh shit! Uh, precise. <sighs> so we have an extra, an extra hand this week in the form of For some Kepis. reason. Indeed. I think he felt he the need to join. Oh yeah, he actually commented on the on the on the on the last cast and stuff, saying, "Well, you need to be on the cast." <laughs> okay, good. Oh, I was going to comment on the last cast to point out your spelling error, but then you fixed it, so it was okay. I made a spelling. <laughs> oh yeah, I did make a spelling error. Yeah, I remember. What was the spelling the- problem? <laughs> I missed a word. Yeah, I was like, so I, <laughs> so I, I said, I'm not going to say anything clever this time, but except I actually said, I'm going to say anything clever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. So the tweet is kind of fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, that's what Twitter's all about, really. <laughs> Miss a word here and there. Exactly. Hope the world doesn't care. It's more efficient. Rhymes, therefore, it's true. <laughs> If you don't need the word to actually pass the sentence, then why bother with it on Twitter, given your <laughs> exactly. given your limited in characters? You also seemed keen, I think, on correcting me on a number of points. So this may be a very uh, a, an interesting corrections column episode. <laughs> oh dear, are we going to start with the corrections column? <laughs> well, I know, I know one thing I got wrong. What have we got wrong? The Titanfall stuff that I talked about last time. It was all out of date two days before we recorded it. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Because two days before we talked about the PC release date for Titanfall, they said it will be at the same time as the Xbox yeah, One Yeah, day and date. <laughs> Woo! That's awesome news. Oh, brilliant. That's not that long, is it? That's like, when is it? March. March. Jeez. It's not even that far. That is next that long. Year. <laughs> so it's a reasonable amount of time. It's only like three months. Four months. Yeah. yeah, okay, fair enough. But I'm just saying, you know, it might be delayed still, but, um, but um, you know, that's not long, really. Mm. And that really is the place to Xbox One's kind of advantage there. The sooner that comes down, gets in, the better for them, really, I think. For sure. Because who yeah. doesn't like a nice flashy exclusive? Exactly. Well, High height exclusive. Sort of exclusive, except for the PC gaming master race have the ability to play it in ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous vision with like insane resolutions and stuff. Master race, probably not that actually that much different because that's the whole point of this. <laughs> it's the whole point of getting a new console. It's not meant to be any different from the PCs at this point. Yeah, basically. that's true. Well, it will be 1080p on them and 60 frames per second. I expect on. But it's 720p supposedly. Really? Oh, see, there you go. Okay then. There you go. That's that. A little disappointing. It's not proved, though. That's just uh, what the rumours say. Right. Well, it seems like quite a few of the launch titles, like on PS4, they've come out as 900p or whatever, and then and then they've been patched to 1080p. Yeah, weird. like Assassin's Creed, there's a patch yeah. due to upscale it, and I think that happened with COD as well. But it's not upscaling. It is, actually. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, bad word. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Oh, the, yeah, and COD, I guess. But uh, but COD still runs at 720 on the Xbox, right? Is that right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Why? That's really weird. I think Battlefield 4 runs at 900 right, on the okay. Xbox and 1080 on PS4. On PS4. No, it's yeah. 900 on PlayStation and 720 on Xbox. 
Oh, okay, right. Oh, is that it? I knew so there was none, some difference. None yeah. of them can run the uh, Battlefield 4 at, at 1080. Oh, that's yeah. depressing, isn't it? Oh, well, never mind. It does cement that perhaps they haven't, they either haven't figured out, you know, well, don't forget, we're still launch window, so, you know, they either haven't figured out what the hardware is yeah. capable of yet, or they're having some difficulty toying with it, or... Well, supposedly the Xbox tools that they used to make the games weren't anywhere near as far along as the PlayStation ones. Well, that's weird. Which, again, is weird, yeah, because if it's, like, PC-based, you'd think they'd just be using the same tools they do for PC stuff, surely. I thought it's because of all the ES, ES RAM stuff that they're doing in the Xbox oh, compared right. to the PlayStation yeah. that doesn't have any of that. Yeah, that does that make isn't, it harder. But that is a trick that they should know from the previous gen because the last stuff had a very similar fast RAM thing close to the chips. Like a tiny quantity of super fast memory. Mm. Yeah. That, that did exist before. I don't think that, ha- that existed on PS3. but On 360? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's all new architecture, so I'm sure they'll get the uh, to get get the to grips with it before long. Sure, although there have been developers that have been coming out quoting that if if you were to put it on raw horsepower alone, that they reckon the PS4 has got fifty percent on the Xbox. Well, they're only <laughs> that's, talking about that's... They, they that can't mean like in general. I think they must mean specifically like graphics, memory bandwidth. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. I don't think they were specific in the quotes I've seen, but yeah. it's a. Uh, I think they're uh, pretty much on a still a crazy high of... number, whatever you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, 50% is a lot. But it's borne out already, isn't it? If you look at the Digital Foundry saying, yep, yep, the PS4 version is definitely higher res. And yeah, they, they put put a lot of nice, uh, nice screenshots out that compared the difference. And to be honest, on a lot of games, it's not actually that noticeable. No, probably not. In, in, some, in some weird way. I mean, normally the jump from 720 to 1080 is quite quite pronounced but for some reason i found you know the, the jump from 720 to 900 at least isn't so bad as proven by battlefield 4 screenshots it's, mm. it's actually kind of difficult to spot yeah what the difference is there yeah mm. i guess it, it really i mean it was interesting seeing the battlefield 4 i don't know what i was oh i know no i was looking at some because i was looking at that ridiculous new graphics card that the radian have come out with and they were showing screenshots of that in like you know 2560 by oh, sure. forty yeah. or whatever and it was it was hilarious because it had a little magnifying glass and you could see like the detail like so you, you on on the it was quite nicely put together i find those pages don't always load perfectly but the digital foundry mm. have some quite good bits where you can kind of you can page over the image and it shows you it at the different qualities and you can kind of zoom into a, just a part of it and see the difference, like looking at a blade of grass or something in this giant image. It's quite kind of yeah. interesting way of looking at it. It was quite like yeah. the rollover things they did for like quality levels in games. So it's yeah, like, oh, this is what happens if you turn this yeah. option on and you're like, oh, very little. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, not much. Or like, oh, actually, that does make a difference. Yeah. That's the weird thing with modern graphic settings, I guess, isn't it? Because a lot of them are like, if you take them on their own, they don't actually make much difference. But it's kind of the cumulative effect of all the all the new fancy stuff that kind of makes the makes the overall picture noticeably better. It's kind of yeah, yeah it's kind of weird. I'll get, I'll talk about more, more a bit like that later. The... But cool, okay. I, I have a working example I've been toying with, but <laughs> but it's a uh, yeah. So anyway, PS4's out. Yeah, news. In America. America. PS4's out in America. And America. when's that out in Britain? 
next week? Uh, two weeks. weeks. Yes. Okay. Um, so 29th? 29th. What's the news for the launch? I see that they sold 1 million on the first day, which is the most ever, of course. Or mm. the most ever for a console, which surprises me. You'd think that the 3DS or something would have, would be uh, like a full-blown console in terms of day one sales, maybe. Don't know. No, maybe not. I think the 3DS sold crap because everyone knew it was like not okay. a good deal at launch. Okay, well, I mean like the Wii or the DS or something. I guess the Wii couldn't sell a million on launch because they just no, they didn't build No, they didn't have yet. enough of them. Yeah. I guess that probably would have would have win one. Would have win one. <laughs> yeah, it would win one. Uh, I think they. Yeah. I think everyone's learned about the supply chain problem. Yeah. Um. Because everyone had it to we some still degree can't last get time. One. Like, would, I, if I order an Xbox One now, I won't be able to get it for Christmas. Apparently. Um, no, that's true. So uh, yeah, but uh, I guess it's just the way they need to ramp up the production so that when the initial lull dies out, they won't have. They won't have too much capacity, I guess. Well, my, yeah, Michael Pachter predicts it. that they're currently manufacturing about a million a month. Um, right, okay. So the the fact that they've put a million out probably means that there's another million in stockpile somewhere that's about to get shipped, and that will probably continue until March, and then they'll start ramping down. Yep, yep. I think Sony came out and said they expect to sell five million by the end of March, so that kind of ties up somewhat yep. with, with those figures. So Sony are expecting to sell out for the next... Four months, mm-hmm. um, which it doesn't even it's probably Japan doable. For like quite a while, does it? When does it? Come uh, February. Japan? It launches February. in Japan, I think. So Jeez. those poor Japanese people, given that it's supposed to be the land of awesome games and stuff, and it's their own company, I don't really get that. Really, but there you go. Well, well, not many of the games. That, well, not, I don't think it, I can't really actually think of a game that's been released on PS4 that is Japanese developed. Mm. Apart from, oh, well, unless it's like a purely Japanese game that we wouldn't even know about. Well, true. Though, yeah, there are those. <laughs> well, apparently not for PS4. At least not until February. Yeah. Well, there's been no obvious news on them anyway, because sometimes that stuff filters through, doesn't it? That you know, hey, Japan's getting this crazy shit game. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a shame, really. It kind of does mark the the, the serious decline of Japanese development stuff i mean i mean it's, it's kind of weird stuff but yeah. it's because in a weird way like whenever you see a japanese game i don't know if it's just my perception of it but it if it always looks exactly how a japanese game probably would have been two generations ago yeah it's you true. know like the way the way things are laid out the way you move around the system you know just even menus and stuff like that it's all just the same I, have to I say, don't know if they're, they're probably, really innovating anymore, but they, well, they are, but they're, they're probably innovating in incredibly dumb ways that no one would care about over here. <laughs> I think you're probably going to have an awesome time with it and stuff, and it's going to be great, but I saw the trailer for, or I saw some footage of, what's it, the Dragon game, Crimson Dragon, what is it? Mm. Yeah, and it, it did, I that that did strike me, it strike me really badly, like, that it looked like the Panzer Dragoon from, like, I mean, it looked, you know, graphically a lot better, but it just looked the same, really. It's because it is, and I, I know. don't care. <laughs> I know, but it, it stands to, uh, goes with your point, doesn't it, that things haven't really moved on? Yeah, it doesn't feel like, I, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, Capcom and Konami are still probably on top of it there, you know. You could argue that Square's stuff hasn't exactly been innovative for a while, um, apart from the stuff they, you know, use IDOS for. Yeah, they seem to be um, turning into a, 
well, they they they've put a lot of emphasis on yeah the Western teams that they've acquired, like the IDOF team, and also the um um well all the Canadian developers like the DSX guys and stuff. They're 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 in yeah. Square, aren't they? Well, it, well, it's it, yeah. yeah, it's it's strange because actually, when I the more I think about it, a lot of the Japanese titles that are have done well for themselves are the ones that they've that Capcom and Konami have westernized. Mm, so what, you mean like Devil May Cry or? Devil May Cry, yeah, fantastic example. They westernized it, and it was, and it's a fantastic product. Made in um, Cambridge, and it's and it sold really well. Yeah, made in Cambridge. And then there's, um, I guess, the Resident Evil series has been consistently more western each iteration. Yeah, but it got shittier. Well, it got, yeah, it got that shitty. Is getting shit. That, that is <laughs> it got worse. shit, but they are westernizing it <laughs> in a weird way. Um, Dead Rising has always been fairly western, and that's Capcom. But <laughs> that's true. I suppose, yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess Street Fighter is the exception, maybe, to this rule. Because that's still Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be the, the exception. But then that hasn't innovated. It's like, ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't win. Hmm. So any other PS4 news? Probably quite a bit of little things. Well, uh, what, yeah, what, it's, 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 well, I've, I've watched quite a lot, you know, as, as we should say at this point, none of us have one, but we've been sort of saying, well, we can't. Uh, I've watched a, it's not out. Well, no, true. So we haven't got hands on, but from what we've been seeing, uh, that, that menu actually looks okay. I was a bit worried about it being a bit of a clutter, and some people are still worried that it would become a clutter once you've got a lot of applications and a lot of yeah. games under your belt, but as it stands at launch, it's pretty clean. It's pretty neat, actually. It's very fast. Yeah. Yeah. And it, okay. it sort of solves the problem I think everyone had with Cross Media Bar and that it's kind of awkward to find things unless you know where you're going. Um, in which, if you know where you're going, it's fantastic. But if you don't, it's really kind of tricky to figure out or navigate through. Um, and it also solves the problem that the Xbox has and that it doesn't really put your content first. This does. The, like the home screen, the first thing it shows you is just a list of everything you have um, ordered, I think, in by recent usage. Um Perfect. So it's just right there. Um, there's been reports that games like you know some this partial installation thing that they've been doing it is actually exactly what it says on the tin. I think you can, if you've got the disc version of Need for Speed Rivals, you can be playing some form of it within a minute. Nice of the install starting. You know, so admittedly you'll be playing limited content until it installs the rest of it, but you're playing something within a minute while the game installs in the background, and that's cool. Um, I have heard, I've seen some people, um, yeah, bashing. I don't know if you've seen these bashing some screenshots they took of uh, Call of Duty Ghosts and saying this looks really shit. But in fact, they'd been playing it for like ten minutes and it was still actually installing the high risk textures. If they just waited oh, like five minutes, then it would look <laughs> a lot better. Yeah, Weird. I think we'll see a lot of that because obviously you know this is a much touted feature that that Sony are going to and Microsoft are going to want people to implement. And then Namco are going to come and see them. Yeah, exactly. They still have that Space Invaders pattern. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, Galaxian pattern, sorry. Yeah. Well, some of the patterns have, have started expiring, haven't they? Like the D-pad stuff. So maybe that one will expire. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's quite a long time from Niz to Ridge Racer. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So there's, there's probably a good five years at least on that. Mm. Probably another eight by my guess. Was it 93 Ridge Racer? Something like that. Something like that. If it was nice. I think it was for Ridge Race they got that patent. Then I guess that's the first time we saw. Yeah, it would have. Well, for the home console version of Ridge Racer, it would have been. Right. So, okay. 
Oh, whenever the PS1 launched, that's when it will be. <laughs> right. 95 then, probably. Yeah, not that long ago. Something around it. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. I wonder if they'll act on that. I mean, if we got to a point where it's just like, who cares? Don't they even remember that they have that talent. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did act on it once, I think. I can't remember what for, but I have, I have a memory that I think Namco actually acted on that once. Yeah, I think that was a lot closer to the time, though. Yeah. But, but does it count because it's not loading per well, it se? Yeah, what the wording it's... of the ridiculous patterns is. Yeah. <laughs> That's awkward. Probably doesn't um, count, I would say. So, yeah, overall, overall system seems okay. Um, the lack of DLNA based support is annoying people. Obviously, as mm-hmm. we thought it would, um, and uh, the, I guess the hardware failures, right? I guess yeah, I mean, the, the red the, line, the biggest, there, right? Well, the, the, yeah, the biggest. That's that's not the biggest gripe actually. The biggest problem at the moment that's uh, that they're suffering is faulty HDMI ports. Oh, really? Oh. Quite a large number of boxes that have reached the reviewers um, ha- have had faults. Mm. Um, you know, it's. Quite a lot of the major ones, like IGN, have reported problems. Uh, Joystick have reported problems. Um, a couple of Kotaku. others that I can't remember off the top. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, a couple of others that I can't remember off the top of my head. They've all received a dodgy PS4, mm. and it's that suggests that the ratio must be reasonably high. Depends whether the reviews were getting like the very first ones off the line or something. Yeah, I mean it's a tiny sample set in theory, so you know it couldn't could be wildly inaccurate. But mm. um, been bricks as well though, not just HDMI problems. Yeah, it's kind I've of seen a... um, I've seen a lot of crashes and things as well going on. Oh really? Battlefield Four is apparently abysmal. It keeps crashing. Yeah, all the I've time. heard that. I, that that's... Battlefield Four crashes on PC all the time. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's that's not PS4 specific. <laughs> that's just that's that true. game isn't isn't operational really <laughs> at the moment kill zones had problems as well with crashing i've heard no really hmm. it's probably just a game though i would say oh and the yeah. switch app crashes a lot as well from what i've seen no and i've seen lock up i've seen a lot of people streaming it this week and there's been i've seen lockups i've seen all sorts of stuff crashes all kinds of crazy shit hmm. so uh, there's a pretty, weird problem pretty unstable the giant right bomb now, stream yesterday i think it was oh i saw that one um it was that where it said oh reset your ps3 because uh, your ps4 because the because the database is corrupted oh and that was on it, battlefield wasn't it and then it continued to work fine they, they just added a guest or something and it was like oh yeah the database is corrupted restart the ps4 and then yeah, battlefield 4 save data got corrupted as well they were playing the campaign and then they went and did something else and then they came back to it and the save data was corrupt. Right. <laughs> and the other thing was they were doing, they were showing off like the Twitch streaming and the Ustream and all that stuff. Yeah. And then they stopped broadcasting, but the overlay was still there and they couldn't get rid of it. Oh, wow. Okay, that's kind of crappy. <laughs> yeah, and they couldn't, and they obviously couldn't rebroadcast because it thought it was still broadcasting. So they had to restart it. So, not coming across as particularly stable right now. Well, I'm sure it's fine if you get a decent game and play it or whatever. But uh, some of this stuff, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, a lot of that is OS based stuff, isn't it? Or, you know, stuff that's core system stuff. Yeah, the Battlefield 4 stuff, yeah, I can probably put that down to Battlefield 4 being dodgy in general. Um, Then maybe Killzone, yeah, launch game. Maybe they're all sort of thinking, ah, it's a launch game. People are going to forgive us. We'll patch everything anyway because we can. Um, 
I guess the Twitch well, stuff, like they might not even have known they got they had Twitch until more recent than a lot of the OS stuff. Do you know what I mean? Well, no, that, that yeah, that stuff. would have been late for Sony because yeah. do you remember, like they were pushing the Ustream they were, stuff yeah. first, and then Microsoft said, "Well, we've got Twitch," and they're like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Remember, just when they got Twitch as well. Which is like, what sort of deal did Microsoft have? They just got screwed. (laughs) Obviously not an exclusivity deal. (laughs) No. Well, probably the reason they chose Ustream is because it's really popular in Japan, apparently. Mm. Supposedly. Yeah, I mean, it'll work in their favour in February, but right now it makes no sense. So yeah, I mean, yeah, so you're you're right, Dan. It will be that they got it late. Maybe their Twitch client isn't like, the newest code or or isn't well, the real question is whether twitch can even even handle this at all because <laughs> twitch has a tendency to just like bog down really badly if there's any large number like big event going on yeah that's a good question if they're like how many people are actually now how many more people are going to be pushing to it um and making it crumble yeah mm. i mean that, that's i mean that's the kind of reason why i mean twitch aren't brilliant with their you know how how big their server uh, cluster is. I suppose that's why they do things like, oh yeah, we can't store every video ever made. <laughs> We're not Google, um. right? Yeah. Well, I suppose as they get more popular, they'll be able to make more moolah out of wherever they put their adverts. Where did they put their adverts? I don't well, know. Did they? Where the start of a video? <laughs> I guess ad block sorts that out. I've never noticed them. Yeah, as usual. <laughs> the power of ad block. I, I do get annoyed. Like, it's really confusing sometimes when I go to a website and ad block or something has changed on that website and ad block doesn't know about it or, for some reason. And all of a sudden I get filled with adverts and it's just like, like what? oh God, is this what the internet has actually become? I know. Yeah, I don't think I will ever be able to cope with the real internet. It's going to happen because probably at some point, like I thought, I heard a rumor that Google were considering taking extensions out of Chrome or something, and it's like, well, oh wow, that would be bad. I don't know if that's true, but, but um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd probably flip over to Firefox or something if that happened. But even so, um, you guys are giant pansies. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with virtually every site that I go to ever. Oh, game traders is real bad. Well, apart from uh, the only ones that annoy me are the like video websites where they only have basically one video that plays at the start of every video. <laughs> yes, no, that is the super same annoying. Video over and over again. Well, this is the thing I use. I use, I use Last FM quite a lot um, to stream music and for it to make recommendations to me. And it, I didn't realize it because AdBlock does such a good job most of the time of getting rid of it. But there's a there's an advert, a video advert that's the same video advert, but it plays like every two songs. It's like I never noticed this before because AdBlock deals with it. Right. <laughs> and it's like, oh god, this is this is actually terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Dear me. Anyway. So yeah. Sorry to the industry. I'm not giving you my advertising revenue. <laughs> but good God, it's too much. It's it's like Game Trailers is the worst because it just gets I mean, I love the site, don't get me wrong, and I love the content they make, but the adverts are atrocious. Like there's one before every video you watch. Um, there's, um, it's the sidebar and top bar will normally be filled with some kind of video advert. Some of which decide to start playing audio by themselves. Um, occasionally they had one which I think was for, I don't know, fruit shoot or some kind of, or maybe some kind of Robinson's candy. I don't know. That just filled the screen and you had to click it away um, for a yeah. while. And it's just like ah. 
it's not worth like I'd go and do something else if all that stuff like make breaks through because it's just like ugh, too much. Go go giant bomb or something. <laughs> exactly. Listen to a salad cast. Yeah, ad free. <laughs> yeah, ad free. <laughs> Provided for you. Oh, I hate it. Did you did you guys see my tweet um, a couple of days ago about the Adobe Flash update? Yeah, what was that about? I, the auto updater ran, right? Right. And you know it comes up with that little box saying, like, oh, hey, there's a new version of Flash. Do you want to install it? You click yeah. yes, as you do. It starts installing it, but then I noticed that instead of the normal one bar, there's three bars, and one of which says Google Toolbar, and another oh. one says Google Chrome. You already have this installed. <laughs> and it's like... Son of a bitch, you're installing toolbars without asking my permission. Or you just didn't see it. No, no, it really didn't. It really didn't have an option. I'm not the only one on this. This has actually been quite a lot of forum posts and stuff. I checked it out. It's like, no, no, this is, this, I didn't miss anything. This is real. And it's like, oh, but you know, for starters, that's really shady. And secondly, what the hell are Google doing the toolbar yeah, thing? That's weird. That's something you reserve for ask. <laughs> what does Google have to do with Flash? Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I suppose, Why are they partnered up? I suppose, like uh, Adobe, say that they have to sell these things. Like that's the way that they make money and can support Flash's um, free development. Um, that's what they say. But g- presumably, Google don't need. I don't know. It sounds bizarre, but I don't think Google needs advertising. Mm. They're too big. Speaking of adverts, the one the one that I saw a few times last week was that dumb like let's have let's have a fight between Bing and Google on the streets of England. Where it's like, what's your favourite search engine? Well, Google, obviously. Yeah, I bet you Bing will be better. I bet you an Xbox, but Bing will be better. It's like, and then I turn the advert off because I'm like, I'm not going to watch this retarded <laughs> this retarded guy in the street making an argument about Bing. <laughs> yeah, the, the Bing it on campaign. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. People have done Pepsi challenge with Bing and Google. And Google does win. Like, <laughs> like if you actually do it properly, because it does have better results. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, of course. But... I go through phases of trying to use Bing for a while just to see how it's coming along, and it is. It's a lot better than it used to be, I have to admit. Yeah, you know, the results are often pr- pretty close. But I think part of it is because you just kind of know when you're using Google, I think you, uh, you somewhat learn its oh, pattern. Right. Yeah, maybe. Like, you know, so you know that, there, okay, the first two results are going to be ads, and then you move down below those, and then you've got, okay, this is probably going to be experts exchange because I still haven't blocked it and <laughs> I can't see any information from it and like next you one will be stack overflow you can block it yeah I know I really I really should <laughs> <laughs> for the experts exchange <laughs> you know I, I think you get used to like the pattern of where the links you use a lot or, or the type of information you're looking for will kind of be in what form it will take and perhaps being summarizes things differently and so you're not quite used to finding it that way mm. Maybe. it's I, I don't know. That could be bollocks, but... I can't remember who said it or where the fuck I even heard this. But... I, mean, I mean, I just said it. <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> it wasn't you, I assume. <laughs> don't, don't make claim to what I'm about to say before you've heard it. <laughs> Here it's all me. Here it's all me. <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> supposedly, people think Bing is better for doing image searches for porn. Because <laughs> it just has a better, yeah, I heard a better this, image yeah. result page. Yeah, I tried it's amazing for porn. <laughs> it was wrong. <laughs> It's not images, video, video. Oh, that too. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. You, you can video search? 
You can on Bing, I think. I, I haven't done it, but apparently it's amazing for porn. <laughs> <laughs> that gnome is uh, sort of in the background. You can already hear that. Yeah. So anyway, what else is news? Uh, Knack is crap. <laughs> That's not news. <laughs> is it? That's obvious. What, what yeah, no, no, one, no one likes games. Yeah, no, no one likes Knack. Um, I thought that looked okay when they were like quick looking. Yeah, I don't well, know. I think visually it looks fine, but they're yeah. saying it's an incredibly simplistic, boring game. Like, right. go go to this area, beat some dudes up. Oh look, there's a bit of wall that looks like it's falling down. That must be a secret. Um, like, just not interesting at any point in the game. It doesn't do anything clever. It's just go here, beat up some dudes, carry on. Um, people also have a problem with the fact that it likes to cut out to uh, take control away with you to show him like jumping off a ledge pointlessly every now and then as you enter a new area. And it's like, well, I could see this as a new area. I guess I'm going to have to jump down. Why did you take control away from me to do this in a non-dramatic fashion? <laughs> it's okay. I don't know. It just seems to be like flawed all over. It's like, apart from, I think the visuals are quite nice. It's yeah. Like, I thought the you know, kind the, of HDR looked quite good. Like there mm. was a scene where, you know, it was a sunlit kind of grove and it was parts in shadow and parts, you know, you know, lit up by the sun. And I thought, oh, actually, that looks pretty cool. I mean, there are some kind of cool versions of like the, the relics that, that, that Knack is composed of. Like some of them are uh, like glass and stuff. So they're all refracting in interesting ways. And, you know, so from afar, it doesn't look like much. They just look like shiny bits. But then you get up close and you can see that they're all, um, yeah, they're all, they're all bending they're all, the light and they're all sort of shiny and stuff. And it looks really cool. They're all in NVIDIA tech then, eh? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> is that what this game is? Yeah, I think so. I well, think... Fairly obviously, because it's like a launch game. and Especially because it was like, did they show Knack in the same press conference where they did the thing where they filled the town with ducks? Yes. <laughs> so there you go, really. Because that's it's basically what's the same technology. <laughs> Particles. Pretty much. Hmm. They didn't okay. feel like ducks, did they? It was just random blue blobs. Oh, ducks must have been another time that they did that. Yeah. <laughs> well, ducks was the classic PS2 demo, wasn't it? Um, uh, back in the day. You know, ducks. They they reused ducks for PS3 because that was a launch hmm. game. Well, it wasn't. I don't think it came out actually on launch, but they used like a techno to show off the six axis that you could move around. Uh, That's right. Um, a duck in a bath of water, and like hmm. that stuff would happen to it, and then it became super rubber dub. Um, <laughs> Super rubber dub, <laughs> rubber dub music. Oh man, did you see the the um, well, South Park this week? Yes, about the console wars. That was pretty. I hard. haven't seen the second part of it. No, no, I don't I don't that's aired yet. No, that's not out yet. But yeah, but that, that was that's pretty, pretty funny. That's pretty. Black Friday bundle. <laughs> bundle. <laughs> I don't know why that's like. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty good. What would they do on Game of Thrones? So what, what was there meant to be more corrections columns that we skipped over also oh god I don't know Kippers what did I get wrong you, you, you had beef um, I can't remember what happened in the last podcast <laughs> okay good <laughs> to be quite okay <laughs> safe from corrections well, I think I'm we said let's see if I can find anything but carry I on think it's, I think it's safe to say that I talked a load of crap about Pokemon and what but we what? already knew that that was crap at the time so I guess we don't need to correct that <laughs> What, the, all the stuff about Eevees and Ovies? No, about the anime. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> what, which bits were bullshit? No, well, I... The bit that was especially bullshit that I corrected myself <laughs> in that podcast, but I just want to emphasize that I know that this is not the case. Okay. okay. Ash Ketchum does not, is not the protagonist from like the majority of that anime. <laughs> right. 
So yeah. it, it changed at yes. some point. Yeah. Right, that, that's right. <laughs> Several yeah. times. But he is in it quite a bit. Right? Like, I don't know. I'm not going to. I'm not going to make a claim about that again. <laughs> yeah, it depends when they change that. You know, and they ever saw well, he survived as far as like the movie, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well, okay. Did he what? And then someone like in the there were several movies though. Like, did he get killed <laughs> by Mewtwo at some point? <laughs> in some the first movie, place? and then he got resurrected. Oh. That's the whole point of that movie. Oh, really? Basically, return, that return of that. Like the last five minutes. <laughs> So anyway, let's not talk about that again. Pokemon, episode okay. two. Because we have no idea what we're talking about, as we discussed. <laughs> is that still running, then? Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Okay. Yeah, of course it is. Have they changed the theme tune? I don't know. I haven't seen it. What about Dragon Ball Z or whatever? <laughs> All I see about? is the sidebar on the Pokedex website where it tells you what episode just came out in Japan and what episode just came out in America. Oh, does it? Yeah. Well, that's that's kind of cool. It doesn't tell you what episode came out in the UK, though. No, because it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> Probably. Do they still do that? Or something. Do they still do, um, like, um, you know, guess the Pokemon from the silhouette in, in the ad break? <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? I don't know if they've... Uh, is there enough episodes for the I number think, of Pokemon there is? That's the question. That's, 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 probably, that's probably more them. now. That's probably more now. Yeah, I think they broke from that for a while. Like, even when I... even like I never watched it with any ardor, but I'm sure they started... Yeah. Started breaking from that things. pretty soon. I remember going to New York in year in two thousand and being in the in the uh, hotel room watching TV and Pokemon was on, and there were so many ad breaks that they had an ad break after the episode finished, but before the Pokey Rap. So you had to wait and watch adverts. And oh, that's, then it that's came normal back. though, isn't it? Like, like American TV does that. They 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 will like have an ad before the credits. That's right. Yeah, it's or so, something like that, or like or like they'll show you the that, cold open and then they'll show you the. The intro, and then I'll immediately break for ads before the program yes. starts. So you can yeah, just skip the first like ten minutes and the last ten minutes and not miss any actual content. Pretty well, almost. Or depends almost. if they do one of those like like Friends or some shows do where they have stuff happening during the credits and yeah. Mm. Oh right, yeah. Oh, I don't know. American TV is nuts. <laughs> so do you think that's actually for like viewer attention? Where they where they like well, if you're going to put an ad- advert before the credits, we'll have to put some actual content in the credits as well to keep people. <laughs> I mean, that is generally why the ads are so frequent, like just slotted in at crazy places in the show. Like the ad breaks are shorter in some cases, but mm. in some cases they're not. In some cases, they're a full three minute like British ad break, but they've put enough of them in to make a half hour show have half hour of adverts, and it's it's atrocious. I can't stand. I, I like American TV, but like American ads are insane. Yeah. Mm. Did that give Kippers enough time to find out what he, what he needs to bitch about? Um, no. <laughs> For a moment, I, I just thought he was. I think we covered anything. most of it anyway. With like the um the resolutions in Battlefield Four and stuff Titan like that, jazz. Okay, and the release date of Titanfall on PC and stuff like that. <laughs> oh man, that is exciting! Can't wait to play that. Yeah, but you know, I've got a bit. <laughs> I don't really want to buy two copies. <laughs> God well, damn it. You don't have to. You play it with your Xbox One mates and me and Zach will play. Well, that would just be Kippers. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong oh, with that? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's that guess. kind of game where it looks like it's designed for console. To me. The thing is, when Destiny comes out, you're going, you're, you guys are going to get PS4s, aren't you, to play that? Because... <laughs> Is that what Zach? You don't mean Zach? I don't think so. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> do you mean, do you mean me? 
He did say um, yes to me. But yeah. I'm, yeah. But Zach's but not a PC version of that planned, is there? No, I don't think so. It's a console game, isn't it? Isn't it? There's, the, there's the old console versions of it. Well, true. For some reason. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. No, I don't know. Where, when is Destiny due? Don't know, to be honest. It's no. betering on PS4 at some point. but mm, Okay. I'm sure that'll be the same on both the consoles. Oh, it probably won't be. Yeah. It probably will be, apart from, you know, resolutions and that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And exclusive content. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of that crap going around this time. I mean, there I always I... is, but there just seems to be much more of it, I think, than I remember. Like, in such a small quantity of time, there's just like, hey, exclusive content on PS4, exclusive content on PS4. Get a whole hour of extra assassinating. Yeah, there's more of that this week as well, wasn't there? Right, well, what happened this time? Um, Metal Gear Solid Five has got an exclusive mission on PlayStation. Oh, the MGS1 flashback, or like yeah. retro level or something. Yeah. That's weird. That one kind of makes sense, though. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it's like PlayStation heritage stuff. But... Metal Gear Solid is a PlayStation game, really. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. But is Destiny a, an Xbox game, really? Because it's kind of Halo. But no, probably not. It's yeah, know. it sounds like they're sort of preferring PlayStation again. But... Oh, well, who cares? <laughs> It'll all yeah. be good. I'm It'll sure. work out. More interesting. It's weird because, like, this point. <laughs> it's weird because given everything I've said about the PS4, it still sounds like it's a it's a games console. I think, like, yeah. I kind of stand by what I said last time or the last few times that I think PS4 may end up being the better games console mm-hmm. at, at this point, but I'm, I'm more interested in the Xbox because it seems to be more ambitious. Yeah, doing with what it's trying crazy to achieve. Stuff, yeah. So it's a uh, plus, you know, Microsoft news. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I have any Microsoft news. Oh no. Time. I think well, they stayed relatively quiet. Yeah, they're um, a bit quiet, apart from wishing. I'm sure when I was here last week, you said there was news. We talked about it, but we weren't was recording there? a podcast at the time. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> no, I can't. Yeah, I don't think it was big. <laughs> so, that's, no. so that's news. Apparently. Oh, that was. Oh, I guess did we talk about the fact that they did that twelve-minute um, Xbox One UI thing? Yeah, I think that was probably it. Did we talk about that? I mean, that was Last probably time? what you talked to me about. Yeah, I think I think we must have had it because I think I saw it and stuff. Was it Xbox Show My Stuff and all that? Yeah, they did a, did a twelve minute walkthrough of how the UI works and stuff. Yeah, and it's uh, it seems pretty cool. Um, yeah, there's a little cool. bit more emphasis this time on putting your content first as opposed to just putting all the store stuff um, in front of you. Yeah, yeah, like pins are just. They're not immediately available. I mean, like the home screen is basically what you've been doing very, very recently, like the last four or five things. But you you have to go one screen to the left to get to your pins, which is probably going to, you know, be the stuff you care about, I guess. Um, Mm. But I'm not sure I like whether or not I I never pinned anything on the 360. Um, Just couldn't be bothered. It's like, so I wonder if that's just going to be useless functionality to me again. The problem with the pins on 360 is they're not pinned to your home screen they're pinned to another menu within the home screen so it's kind of yeah. pointless and it's sort of the same now but you kind of have to browse one to the left yeah but that's much easier than going into a separate menu called pins to find it all yeah maybe because you can what the literally just go left to get to and the there's all your stuff whereas now you have to go into another menu to get to your pins 
Yeah. I do, I do still slightly worry about that stuff, that maybe Microsoft has, still haven't quite grasped this concept of, well, people just want what they have up front, and if they want store stuff, then they need to go digging. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't get this whole thing, though, because the PlayStation 4 one doesn't do it much better, if better at all. Well, it, does, it never really presents you with the store, though. It's like, it no, doesn't not try and sell store, you things in the main the interface. One, does it? it doesn't have store on the homepage. No, but there, there are ad boxes and things like that, and... I don't know. I just don't get it. Because the, the main problem I have with the PS4 is you can't sort the content. So you yes. Can't, it, people, there's people no said that's way to sort the why, stuff that's on that screen. That's part of why people are potentially worried about the long-term clutter at the moment, I'd say. Mm. So at least with the pins thing, you can manually choose what you want there. Whereas on PS4, you have no choice. It's just what True. It's just in that big, long list. Well, at least with software, they can fix these things. It's not like hardware. Yeah, exactly. They can fix it, but as it is now, there's no way of doing it. Mm. Yeah, true. Uh, And also everyone's kind of chiming in thinking that they think the hard drive space is way too small. Yeah, but at least you can swap out. Yeah, you can swap out on the PS4, but there's no external hard drive support. Right. No, but you can plug external drives into the Xbox. You can't. Plug Do you external think people are going to be right plugging tons of external drives into the Xboxes just to get enough space to have installed games? <laughs> no, I mean, people will, be, people will be deleting installs and stuff like that. It's just yeah. a, it's, it's a layer long. of it's a layer of awkward, I guess. But it's yeah. another reason why owning the discs is still going to be... A, oh, because you, you know, uninstall a, a, it, and then when you want to reinstall it, you have to re-download it as well. Exactly, and the, the, the current, yeah, the current state of broadband means that you know not most people don't have fiber you know i'm one of the lucky ones so it's yeah i guess that would be annoying uh, if you just wanted to play a game like for a few hours that you hadn't played for like a year or something and it's like oh it's a big setup deal just to even get into it i don't even know if i wanted to replay the whole thing yeah and it's even the long-term like you know game preservation argument again that if you have a disc you can probably still make it work at some point past the death of xbox live or whatever it's that kind of stuff. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It still still feels like at the moment until the hard di- disks, with the size of the hard disks they're shipping, it just feels like the disks are probably just still going to remain the my preferred way of getting hold of content, unless they're download only. But but at least I mean it is cool that you can swap out in the PlayStation for like a standard disk that you can just buy off eBay or whatever. So you could put like a two terabyte one in. It wouldn't even cost you that much money compared to those ridiculous um, Xbox branded. Well, I heard someone discussing what what hard disk you can actually put in a PS PS4, and due to the size dimensions of it, I think you can only go up to one and a half terabytes at the moment because no other bigger ones will fit. Are they laptop oh. drives or? I don't know if they're actually laptop or if they're just some middle form factor. Yeah, because I think yeah. they're not they're not full form on the PS3, so I would assume they'd have stuck with the same. Yeah, probably right. So they're probably laptop drives. Yeah, probably laptop drives. Well, they'll just they'll probably get bigger although laptops have a uh, going heavily towards ssds these days they might yeah. stop making laptop hard drives at some point um do you know what i mean if you end yeah up i with... think we're uh, yeah we're well away from that yet but i yeah i'm with you that will probably happen in the not too distant future hmm. Hmm. indeed where uh so I guess the other thought that came to mind is like Killzone looks all right. I mean, it's getting review scores about the same as like 
Call of Duty, the last Call of Duty did. You know, and everyone was like, yeah, you know, it's Call of Duty. Not much has changed. Yeah. Perhaps getting a little tired of this now. And then Killzone is kind of reviewing at the same level. Um, But I still can't help but wonder, why has nobody copied the Warzone idea? Like that... I've mentioned this before. That was one of the things I took away from Killzone to thinking they're onto something here. Um, the, and Warzone is the game type where um, the objective can shift mm-hmm. throughout a match. So a match is like a fixed time period. Um, but as soon as someone achieves a certain objective within that time period, the objective changes. So the the game is always flowing and always changing and you have to adopt different roles as you go and stuff like that. It's really interesting. Um and quite engaging, um, and it reward. It's very rewarding for support roles. Um, That's cool. Huh? That sounds like a good. Yeah, I mean, no one's tried to copy. No that one's game copied game. it. No, it's. I, I'm sort of baffled by it in a way because you know everyone copies everything <laughs> in the FPS domain. Definitely twenty one forty three. Yeah, it's Titan mode. <laughs> Only not quite because even after you've taken down the shield, you still have. It's still easier to keep the silos. <laughs> Yeah, but you know that's kind of a you know that game type game is always going to be the same. You know what I mean? It's just this this morphing objective is. Uh, I always thought it was neat. I always thought Killzone Two had had its flaws, and that's why I kind of didn't stick with it. But the game type is fascinating. Hmm. Maybe people don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, maybe you're right. Maybe it just needs a bit of. It just needs someone, I think, to someone make you know perhaps a bigger name than Killzone, someone with a bit more of an install base to try it. But and, I could see something like that will... working in Titanfall, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Titanfall, even COD, I think, could do it because COD's game types aren't crazy varied. Like you know, suddenly drop into a domination game or something, mm. and then change to something else. Uh, you know, it's easily done. So it's, surely it's not that difficult to implement, but. Yeah, I don't know. Just, just, just still, still surprises me. Just yeah. Me uh, All right. Yeah. yeah Shadowfall. <laughs> it looks it, really pretty. Yeah, it looks really good. I mean, that's kind of what you want from a from a launch title in some ways. I mean, mm. it, it's it doesn't look like I think I'd get bored of it quite quickly on the single player. Uh, well, they say the campaign's very hit and miss. Like it has some yeah. really really good moments, but then towards the latter. A uh, third of the game throws in a yeah. couple of really, really dull segments, and it's uh, so it's a bit of a mixed bag. <laughs> they have some, they have some good ideas, but they don't, they don't execute on them all the time. I think and I like their direct, their change of direction. They're going away from the meathead soldier um, yeah. point of view and going towards the covert ops guy. Yeah, that partially cool. means they can get away from having AI partners. I think. And <laughs> well, that's cool too. I mean, Call of Duty is just a constant parade of follow me, isn't it? Or, or let us kill everyone and you kind of hang around somewhere vaguely nearby. <laughs> or, or, no, it's more, most of the time it's the opposite, as in, oh, we're going to deal with these guys off screen. You you have to do everything. <laughs> right, or we're not going to manage to deal with anyone on screen and you're just going to have to end up killing everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's weird when I think about games that sort of, like, you know, like the, when, I think it was Gears of War 3, there was that big thing about if you put it in normal difficulty, it pretty much plays itself. Yeah, right. Um, because because your teammates are competent and it's like well at what point does that actually become a problem like if your teammates are competent then you don't have to do anything and therefore it's not really a game anymore like battlefield 4's campaign recently got slated for the same things like your teammates can be shooting right at a dude like bullets will seemingly pass through enemy combatants and nothing will happen to them until you shoot them in the head you know that that kind of crap 
Mm. It's a... Yeah, it's hard to strike that balance because you want them to feel like important, you know, and competent and not like just following you around being useless. But um, you also want I, I, to play the game. I guess squad base, yeah, squad base shooters kind of had the advantage because you like presumably they can be competent once you tell them what to do. Mm. Maybe. I um, hope so. But then be shit, perhaps, during the interim. <laughs> <laughs> Spend the rest of the time going, oh, what am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what I would... If I got a PS4 right now, I don't know what I'd be playing. Resogun. Probably Resogun, probably yeah. Well, it's just worth playing at the moment, isn't it? It's just freaking Defender, but oh my Exclusive god. Exclusive-wise. Stuff defender, explodes yeah. real good. I haven't even got Wipeout to play. That's what I want. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, god damn it. Fucking hell. Anyway. Yeah. And then what? It's, always, it's almost been a launch game on every Sony system, except for this one. Oh. Oh. No, there isn't even Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what's Namco doing? Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> they dropped the tradition. <laughs> exactly. There's always a crappy Ridge Racer. Well, getting progressively worse Ridge Racer game over the years. Yeah, why didn't they release Driftopia in a free-to-play version on PS4? Something like that. Theory me. Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit depressing. There aren't any games that I want to play on PS4, I don't think. Um, What's coming up? I mean, that's what I I guess I'd play Assassin's Creed. That's what I'd probably get that. That Octodad. Yeah. That looks awesome. (laughs) I just love that name. Dadliest Cat. (laughs) It's so dumb. Oh, yeah, genius. I think I'd definitely go for Assassin's Creed right now. Um, but that's what I mean. That's that's kind of why I sided for Xbox for the launch window yeah. because I think I think its launch titles are just that much more that that little bit more interesting to me. Well, you got Forza. Like, I'm, I'm really quite excited to play Forza now. Yeah, I think Forza it's it's been growing. It's because you saw that pizza advert that's called Forza Pizza. <laughs> well, yeah, that does that doesn't help. <laughs> it combines your two main interests into <laughs> one product. <laughs> that doesn't help. Um, <laughs> I think the Xbox has just generally got. The more varied and more interesting lineup overall. Yeah, yeah it has right now. Um, but long term, PS4 has got some big hitters coming, and that's well. They they announced Uncharted, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure there'll be all kinds of cool stuff coming to PS4 before long. Right I found now, it quite funny when that got announced because everyone was like, "Oh, more Uncharted." I was like, really? Everyone loved Uncharted. Yeah, it's yeah be great. what's wrong with that? Uncharted's amazing. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, p- perhaps by th- the third Uncharted game, some of the ideas seem a bit worn out, but. What about the storyline? <laughs> well, yeah, the storyline in that game doesn't make any sense anyway, but it's, it's, it's actually one of the kind of best things about the game, but it's pretty fucking dumb. <laughs> like all the best Indiana Jones films. <laughs> well, apart from like the last one. <laughs> I said the best Indiana Jones films. Can you imagine how mental that's going to look on the PS4, given how good uh, Uncharted 3 looked? Yeah, I'm, yeah it'll be real good. Oh, insane. It uh, looks like I it's going to be... be Assassin's Creed 4 Uncharted, though. The pirates and stuff. Hmm? I mean, that's too far away from kind of where it was. It'll just be pirates with guns. <laughs> and supposedly it's not Nathan Drake anymore. What? Well, that's probably a good thing, considering the storyline. Oh, but does this mean the Nolan North era is coming to an end? <laughs> well, obviously there's nothing set in stone, but what people have said, it's they think it might be his uh, ancestor. 
Or maybe, oh, wait. Oh, sorry. wait. I was oh, wait, about it's to in say, the past. I was about to say, this is that what they should actually do is, like, if they're going to make it pirates, make it actual pirates with, like, swords and shit. Yeah, that's, that's what people think it's going to be, like, pirate era stuff. Cool. Oh, interesting. I don't Good. know if that's true. Pirate but... games. Lots of pirate oh, yeah, games. But... Yeah, it. it's, it's the new thing, isn't it? It's, it's an, it'd be an interesting new direction. Perhaps they, perhaps they realised that, you know, perhaps they've done everything they wanted to do with Uncharted, so we need to do something else. But so then what they're going to do is, like, create the same overarching storyline as Assassin's Creed has. <laughs> it's like, it's his ancestor! <laughs> oh, they probably won't do anything in the Animus, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Time travel! <laughs> I, I did wonder if Naughty Dog were going to go in a different direction again after The Last of Us, because I don't know if that series has legs. No, I think that's a one-off, isn't it? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that would have legs as a franchise. So I'm, I'm sort of surprised that they went back to Uncharted, to be honest, but hell, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, regardless. Yeah, well, maybe they'll do something else the, the next time. Fall back on in Uncharted for now. Well, I mean, that's not, that's... <laughs> not the best thing that you can say. It's like maybe next time, maybe next time, maybe next. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time. Well, well, that, has been, that has oh, been yeah. Naughty Dog's pattern. They've had a franchise that has been their their thing for each of the PlayStation generations. Like their thing for the first generation was Crash Bandicoot. Mm. Their thing for the second generation was Jack and Daxter. And it's like, and then Uncharted kind of took took everything else out of the picture. And it's. Uh, so you know, everyone was. I was more expecting them to go in a different tangent, um, mm. just do something completely different, but not yet. Well, they did the Last of Us. That was different enough, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, true. But you know, someone's car alarm's going off. Beep beep. It's not mine. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. Just so you. Mine does. Mine doesn't make a car horn noise. Mine's an awkward just beep. <laughs> Sounds like it's like your neighbors checking the sound just like coming down the stairs from next door. I think everyone's looking for it. Is it a white one day? No, it's not a white one day. We're good. It's done. And okay. It's done. There you go. Live. <laughs> <laughs> Live from a housing estate in, in, in Ipswich. <laughs> a car <laughs> goes off. Proven. Proven. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything really much else about PS4 that I'm interested in right now. Okay, like well, Assassin's Creed 4 is supposed to be good. You know, everyone's waiting on Watch Dogs. Yeah, I guess Infamous that's... looks alright. Yeah, I guess. When's that? That's a, that March. Uh, yeah, okay. March twenty first. I think March. it comes out. When's Watch Dogs? March. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so March is the Seems second like wind for the for the consoles. Well, it's just because March is like end of fiscal or whatever. Right, okay. So everything or comes quarter out quarter or whatever. <laughs> so they have to say March regardless of when it actually comes out. It's the traditional, Even if they delay it past that point. Isn't that the traditional um, Mass Effect launch window, sort of March time? No, January, I think. Really? Yeah, they went earlier. Yeah. Oh, even earlier. February, January. I think Mass Effect 2 was January. Blimey. Man, that was sweet. We should play that again. Game of the generation, perhaps? Ah, we should start talking <laughs> about that. You're a gamer gave Game of the Generation to them in like Super Mario Galaxy 2 or something. Yeah, I'd saw that. At least give it to one. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The well, that's the thing. Dude. That's, that's the tricky thing with sequels. It's like you kind of have to base them on the fact that innovation does, in theory, go a long way with these things. But yeah, I don't know. To two is, might have been the better game. 
We didn't play it, so we don't know. No. Mm. So there you go. Anyway, we'll have a game of the generation section on our on our um game of the year game of the year podcast. Um, coming <laughs> soon, round about uh, episode one hundred of the Sarcast potentially. Yeah. So what else has been happening in the world of video games? Video games. Is there any more news? Um, Xbox have announced that they're going to be doing free free games every month, like PSN Plus next year. Oh, what, even on the one? Yes, specifically for cool. the one. That's cool. Carrying Ooh. on games of gold. But how are they going to find games for that? Like they can't. Well, how is PSN going to find games? Yeah, but they've got PlayStation they, Four. But they've got old. Yeah, that's the same. Yeah. Perhaps they'll buy in some indie games that have been around for a while, or perhaps you know some some they might. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a number of conversions of things that were popular on 360 and PS3 getting just pushed to PS4, you know, because a lot of these games have had PC versions that have run in 1080 and stuff like that. So mm. I wouldn't be surprised if we just see a ton of those come out of the woodwork. I guess if you've got already got a PC version, it's relatively easy to port it to mm. PS4 or, or Xbox One, potentially. Yeah. I, I would not be surprised. Ironically, it's probably a lot easier to port from PC to those consoles than from, say, 360 to One or, mm. or or PS3 to PS4. You'd probably end up doing a sort of weird mismatch, wouldn't you? Like you'd, you'd take the PC code, but then add the code you had for like Xbox Live services, maybe, and yeah, maybe kind of all munge it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just shove it all in and chip it. That'll do. <laughs> That'll work perfect. <laughs> oh dear. Speaking of which. It's actually quite a good segue. Um, Pimple Arcade um, <laughs> actually came out. Yeah. Wait, did, did we say that last time? No, we talked about it. We haven't talked about it on the cast. All oh, right, that was one of the things we talked about last week. Yeah, last, <laughs> last, last time we talked about it, the Pimple Arcade release date came and went, and it didn't actually come out until the following week. Um, but talking about munging everything, just shoving it all into the shippable, their delivery model is a bit weird. Um, so it's a free that they've gone for the same free to play model that they've done on iOS and stuff. Um, but instead of you downloading the tables you want, the game downloads all of them, whether you can play them or not. Um, so it's like a three and a bit gig download to get you started. You'll get one table for free that you can play as much as you want. Um, but that's just kind of weird. It's like they just dump everything on you and you have to buy it to play it and like rather than going for the download model, which is kind of, I don't know, I thought that was kind of crappy. And then they had me worried for a while because they were doing like in-app purchases to allow you to unlock the tables, um, which meant, oh no, does this mean they're not going to be participating in Steam sales and stuff? Um, but they recently released the season passes as DLC packs. So yes, they will be potentially part of Steam sales. Hooray! Oh, cool. Oh, and they also said that um, they will be supporting the advanced lighting techniques used in the PS4 version eventually. They will move their rendering engine to use fancy new DX11 stuff. So um, even the... the, Well, apparently that has launched on PS4 as well. I've just seen nothing about it. Um, So yeah, apparently all of that fancy new lighting tech in the PS4 version will eventually filter down to the PC version. So good news! Mm, that sounds like good news. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you want the fanciest stuff possible on your on your pinball, on your on your PC, especially right <laughs> on your PC pinball. God damn it! It plays yeah. real well on the PC. It's got to be said. Cool. Um, I, I think it's responsive. It's, yeah, it's the favorite version I've played so far. Oh, I've cool. played a few of them. You've played a few. <laughs> <laughs> You've sampled yeah, no, a few it... versions of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it works real good. 
Speaking um, of versions of things. Although the menu is still terrible. Speaking of versions of things that are on thing the iPad, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> FDL's going to the iPad now. Yeah, oh. they're, they're doing it a whole extended edition. Yeah, they're doing yeah, they a free, up, free like, content patch, basically. And they did the thing that is actually a good idea where it's a toggle, so you can still play the classic, like... That car alarm's going off again. <laughs> <laughs> you can still play the classic, classic, classic set of events, I guess, without the new stuff. Oh, so you can, you can you can turn it on and off. Yeah. Okay. I was I was, I was thinking about firing that up the other day because I got I've got it in a humble bundle ages ago. Right. Was like, I was just wondering perhaps I should play this properly. It's it's always had that kind of air of intrigue to it, but I'm not sure if it would just piss me off royally, like you know it being all roguelikey and stuff. It's not that difficult. Oh, no, but I suck <laughs> at strategy sort of games. But well, you can play it on the iPad instead. No, but I have a copy. Actually, well, no, maybe they'll unlock it on the Humble Bundle and play on iOS. They might. Sometimes they do that. Yeah, maybe. Well, if you do play it, make sure you don't play it with the new stuff turned on, because I'm sure that'll make it actually harder. Yeah, probably. Oh, no. Yeah. Because that's what I was thinking about it, because probably... Just adding more stuff means you're less likely to get the things you want. Oh, I guess yeah. If you're if you're gunning for a thing you haven't done yet, or 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 you're less likely to see a combination of things that you can turn into something useful. Oh, maybe yeah, that'd be rough. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought they would always perhaps have some like logic to say like, oh, you've seen the first part of this, therefore the likelihood of the other. Well, parts... for the parts of the events, but I meant like combinations of weapons. It's like if you just, yeah, I guess, yeah. if you just happen across like all different EMP weapons or something, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you might not have any actual firepower. And the more options there are for non-damage weapons, the more likely you are to see them. I presumably they thought of that and would have like the new actual weapons, and then the ratio would still be balanced. Maybe, but it depends whether the new actual because it's like not every weapon is actually any use as it is anyway. My truth. <laughs> so yeah, that's going to come out. I didn't yes. actually see when, so I don't know. I might uh, actually have to play FDL before it comes out so I can play it again. And they did specifically say there's going to be more music in the pack as well because everyone loves the music. Yep. So is it, ju- is it just, if you already own it, is it cheaper, like an expansion? Well, it's free. free. Oh, it's free. Oh, okay. So it's, it's just all versions of the game become... This extended edition. Extended yeah. edition. Oh, nice. Oh, and it's coming out on iPad. Sweet. That seems wise. Mm. That's pretty cool. It's quite a few. Cool, I mean, almost full-blown-ish games. Well, XCOM you can play on iPad, right? The full, the <laughs> yeah. full game. I wonder if they'll release the uh, probably release the uh, enemy within stuff on the iPad. Yeah, they, they'll probably just deliver <sighs> an in-app. Yeah, well, maybe they are charging for it, right? The uh, oh, an in-app purchase. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Still fairly looking forward. I might, might play that at some point. It won't be in the Steam sale, though, because it'll only have just come out, probably. Yeah, seems unlikely. They'll, they'll yeah. probably do like a 10% pre-order thing if yeah. they're not already. You'll have to wait until, I don't know, Easter, maybe. <laughs> I did love the um, the phrase they used on South Park to describe pre-orders. Like, pre-orders don't mean shit. You're just committing to buy something that some dude in California hasn't built yet. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> true. Don't mind pre-ordering that. It was worth pre-ordering for the console anyway, otherwise you wouldn't even have got it. God damn it. Yeah. Well, we haven't got them yet. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, unresolved. Although Kips did receive his copy of Ghosts early. Oh, really? What, well, you've got it came out one copy? Console, didn't it? 
Yeah, he's got an Xbox One copy of Ghosts, and he hasn't got a console player. Nice. Okay. I can tell you all about the case. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> Give us a case review. How, how is the dog? Well, it's green. Okay. It, I can I can um, confirm that the green is slightly different color. Yep, yep. It's a different color green, right? Definitely it's a dark green. Is it a shitty eco case? Um, it's it's like the same size as a PS3 case, I think, roughly. I guess that's more eco than the old ones. Then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's got so the more, Xbox One logo, like in I don't know what the word is, but embossed. engraved on it, kind of thing. Engraved, embossed, em- embossed is better. <laughs> well, embossed, it depends on yeah. it's raised or lowered. What's well, it's like stuck on it, kind of thing. Punching, all silvery and nice looking. <laughs> um, on the back, it's got Microsoft embossed on it. It's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the big change. You ready for this? Brace yourselves. Oh, oh, it opens to the right. <laughs> the disc <laughs> no. is on the left-hand side. What? No. Oh. So it pretty much does open to the right then. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Or so not that interesting. <laughs> I haven't decided. <laughs> why would that? Why would they do that? Let's try and work that out. Yeah. What? What could that have possibly? Is it to do with like disc damage or something? Like you put it with the. Face up onto stuff, so the stuff that comes stabs it and stabs the box in the back doesn't damage the disc as much. <laughs> so, uh, did they do some analysis of this and said, right, most people's game boxes they get stabbed in the back quite a lot, but if you stab them in, so we've made our boxes, so if you stab them in the front, then you're screwed. But if you stab them <laughs> in the back, you're just going to scratch the, the the picture on the disc. Yeah. Ah, exactly. oh, but that's the thing about discs, isn't it? The actual data layer is actually closer to the picture than the than the other side. You know, you see what I mean? Yeah, maybe, but you've got, I don't know. But, but, but like, you'd have to get through the picture layer <laughs> to get true. to the data layer still. Whereas if you damage the bottom of it and you're mucking up the refraction, yeah. you can't get at the data layer anyway. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't think there's any reason like that to why. I think they just moved it because they were like, let's make it different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they just do it for shits and giggles because you have to like make a whole manufacturing process for these completely different boxes. Or did you want it so you opened it up and then you sort of saw the manual or lack of on, 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 <laughs> yeah, on, on the manual on the or an advert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I bet that's what it is. So you open it and the first thing you see is an advert for Xbox Live or... Uh, I can confirm the first thing you see when you open it is an Xbox Live seven-day trial card. Oh. <laughs> Success. What did I tell you? <laughs> no they've been shipping course. those with like every Microsoft game for a long time now. But... Although seven days is like two and a half times longer than they normally give you. <laughs> Wait, no, three and a half times. Math. Maths. There's no manuals or anything. No. Is there even going to be any kind? Is there like, are we now in the age of online manuals like the DS does or whatever? Or have they just given up entirely? I don't think any, most games have any kind of documentation yeah. like associated with them. Perhaps you can go find a EULA somewhere. <laughs> well, you'd hope so. Yeah. That's what the DS has, digital manuals. Mm. That you have to actually remember to go look at. Because sometimes they tell you stuff that, you know, the game doesn't tell you. I guess Ninty are the one company. I guess Ninty are the one company that are still. Like, yeah, we didn't include that in our Japanese game argument. Like Ninty is still the one Japanese game company probably innovating the most. Yep. Or being relevant, shall we say, to our audience? Yeah. Oh yeah, I thought I mentioned Ninty, didn't I? I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, New Zelda is apparently the shit. Well, I mean, it would have well, to be really like the, so much the shit, the portable in a good one. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good. 
They're usually so, good. Yeah. When does that actually come out here, though? Uh, soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it's before Crimbook. Man, is it trying to buy it for the 3DS? Yeah, I don't know. Well, who knows? <laughs> I don't know though. Don't I, don't like you the, yes. I don't really like the skews. Like, I'm not sure about those like, sound goes. ones. I don't know. No, I mean, I, you, I guess I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure I'm 100 percent on either of them, but I think I'd get the XL given the choice. Well, the yeah. thing about the XL, well, two things about it that have just come up while I've been talking to the one other person who I have a friend's code for and, and that actually <laughs> had that I know who has a 3DS. It was like. <laughs> after after you go through the process of getting the friend code, do you have to? Is it obligatory to ask each other? Was it good for you? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, <laughs> but it's just like well, the one thing they were talking about was the, when there was the classic the screens are ninety percent bigger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was looking at it. It's like if this screen was ninety percent smaller, that'd be fucking tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Because it seems like it would always be smaller than a normal DS, even though it's probably actually exactly the same size as a normal DS. Is that the combined screen size of both screens, do you reckon, that makes that 90%? Or... It's a percentage, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> concept, well, you know, screen sizes are weird anyway, because like, you, you double a screen and it's not twice as... No, that's true. ...diagonal, is it? And then the other thing about the 3DS XL, which I don't, I can't actually compare it to a normal 3DS, I don't know, but that thing is quite, like, it hurts my hands from holding it so long, because <laughs> it's quite fucking heavy. Hmm. And it particularly, it's a particularly, uh, maybe it's just, well, I've been noticing it playing Pokemon, because it's the one game that ever uses the circle pad sometimes and the D-pad other times. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the D-pad is not actually in a good position to hold it, because you're like, holding it right on the bottom corner of the system rather than having actually all your fingers behind it. Haven't we... But isn't that kind of the same... If you, if you think back to the SP, isn't that kind of how you were holding that in a weird sort of way? Because the SP was kind of friggin' tiny. And SPs pretty awkward to put in your hand. Yeah, but that's because it was small, not because it was badly laid out. Right, hang on, hang on. I'm just going to have to put this in my hand. You're going to have to hold my 3 yeah. and have a seat. It feels kind of like a GBA to me, like that position. Yeah, but it's like it's so low down that you're. It is a little lower than your normal. It's because the, the circle pad is in the prime position. For I'm, it. I'm trying to think how we used to have to pump A and like use L and R while playing F Zero because that was well, possibly yeah, the, the most. That was possibly the most finger hurting game I think I played on <laughs> GBA. Pump A, pump it. Wait, I'm pushing B. Pump B. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like. Yeah, the, the the circle pad is definitely more comfortable. The whole thing is just heavy, of course, because it's quite fucking big. Like you've said, I guess. As it turns out. That's not too bad. You, you say that, but you're just holding it now, not playing mm. shit on it for long well, no, periods of time. No, I'd it on my like, knee or something normally. Well, unless you're using the 3D, then you're fucked. Oh, yeah, because I'd have to hold it right up to my face. Not quite that close. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, 3DS. Mm. Buy one, I guess. Also, the fire, the, you know, it still remains true that the Fire Emblem one is awesome. It's black and blue. It doesn't even need the Fire Emblem shit on it. That's the good colour anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. all you needed, yeah. yeah. So, that's news, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's news. So uh, people have been on? saying remote, the remote play stuff is good on yeah. the PS4. Like, that it works really, good. really well. Yeah, I, I, they, they did a bit of that with Resogun on the, on the giant bomb stream. It looked pretty good. Yeah. It Obviously, works. it depends on the game, like how well the, the Vita adapts as a controller. Like, apparently, yeah. Battlefield 4 is atrocious. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But the tech powering the, the screen and it working across the um, the no. wire is really good. As in, like, the range is pretty impressive on the Wi Fi from the PS4 and stuff, apparently. So, 
cool. They they may have upped the Wii U. <laughs> well, depends how you uh, look at it, really. Uh, well, yeah, I guess you know, the, you've got to buy that, a Vita. That's a function of the <laughs> Wii U, yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Right, shall we move on to what you've been playing? We'll start with our guest, shall we? Yeah. Um, Rick, uh, what you've been playing this past couple of weeks? Um, yes. I played Bioshock really. Infinite. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yay. How are you liking it? Um, I wasn't blown away, let's put it that way. Okay. <laughs> sure. have, you, have you finished it? Yeah, I finished it. Because surely the ending is like, the ending is the thing that makes that game, if you ask me. Well, I was streaming it. Which well, means you were paying points of extra attention. Plot points. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I figured that would be the outcome of this conversation, right? Because I knew Kim was been streaming it. It's like it's a game where supposedly the story is kind of important at the end. How much more Kim was paying attention? <laughs> uh, yeah. How often did you go? So how's everyone doing in the, in the yeah, chat? Yeah, pretty much. Look, yeah, I don't. I, I couldn't really recollect anything that happened in it. Was was part of the problem. Okay. You can remember what, the by stuff. By the end, or like or any of it, really. But <laughs> <laughs> that's how much it's stuck in my mind. But there, there was a few things about that I do remember, which kind of annoyed me. It's it's easier to remember the bad things as as our reviews. Yeah, yeah. Go. I mean, it was it was a fine fine game. Like I didn't think it was anything particularly original in terms of gameplay or anything like that. But um, but one thing I did notice is there was a hell of a lot of backtracking in that game. Well, like, certain no, sections there are, but not like like you go through the same general. areas like multiple times a lot of the time. There's some Especially of that bit... I agree. You do you go go into a location and then have to come out of that location. There, there was one like, set of missions at least three where times. You, you had to go see some gunsmith or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you literally oh, you go back Finkton. there like three times. Yeah, but it's in like different time periods and things and yeah and which shit, is you know? fine but the, the time thing didn't change anything about the location they, they looked exactly the same sort of i mean i thought that was kind of interesting myself because like the subtle differences were the stuff that were intriguing it's like oh why is that like that and then of course you get all the shit with the dudes unable to deal with the tear and stuff which i thought was cool but as a, yeah i agree with you getting there once you're in this other dimension is just like yeah you're just going through the same area backwards but but the story points with the tears are the interesting stuff. Yeah, I, I just got kind of annoyed, kept going back and forth through the same bits. It's like, I've been here before, really. Let me go somewhere new. Mm. Maybe that's just me, yeah. but I, I thought it was kind of <laughs> annoying having to keep backtracking for everything. I, I thought there was less of it than there has been in the Bioshock series. Yeah, well, I've not played any of the other ones, so I'm new to the series. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, but it was it was it was definitely downplayed if, compared to one and two. Um, you, yeah, you probably won't get on with those because you do have to retrace. Uh, you go to each area at least twice, like pretty much every area in the game. You go mm. to at least twice in the first one. But not really an issue. I just thought it was kind of a bit annoying. How'd you I get on of... the Skyrail combat? The the combat was alright. It was just. It doesn't. It didn't feel new. Like it just felt like something I've done before. Like the guns were pretty cool to use and stuff like that. But I didn't really use much of the uh, salt stuff because I didn't really need to. Mm. No, I the guns I, all the time. Well, I found that a lot of the confrontations were a bit too long ranged for the 
something yeah, useful. Yeah, that was also part of the problem. I just used the sniper pretty much the whole game because it was stupidly <laughs> powerful. It was pretty good. And you don't have to like scope it. You can just no scope all the time with it. Because it's what stupidly accurate. What difficulty were you playing in Av Interest? Were you just in normal? Yeah, I think I was just in normal. Yeah, because I think that's what Dan and I discovered when we talked about it. That mm. Dan played it through normal as well, but I played it through hard. And it's the jump. Normal's too easy. Hard is too hard. Mm. Um, it's like there's there's no there should be a middle ground for that because um, it kind of forces you. Hard mode does force you to be a little creative with the combat. You can't just stand out in the open and spray and hope for the best because the enemies <laughs> are too good. Um, and in typical Bioshock fashion, you die real quick in hard mode. Um, mm. Like that was the other thing. Like dying had like zero consequence, pretty much. Yeah. So you didn't really care yeah. about dying. That's I kind of wanted to turn off that option, but it sort of had story implications in this one. So yeah, I can sort of see why they didn't give you the option to turn, you know, turn off fighter chambers. <laughs> but I don't know. I just uh, thought it was kind of a bit underwhelming. Uh, were you PCing it or Xbox? I was on PC. Damn pretty though. Yeah, it looked very, very nice. It was a very nice looking game. Mm. The other thing that I got bored of was, you know, like you have to kind of scavenge for shit all the time, like money and that. Yeah. Um, I got kind of bored of doing that because, again, all the places look almost the same, so I kind of got bored of looking around. Uh, Yeah, I can can see that. It's, It's one of those weird things where it's a little out of place in... It made sense in the original Bioshocks, but it doesn't make a lot of sense in Infinite. The fact that you're like wandering around this fairly nice environment most of the time, and everyone's like, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" And then you go and just rummage in the trash. Just yeah. the and, uh, and everyone's like, oh, "How you doing?" Trash ads. <laughs> yeah, cash in the bins. Why is there money in the bins? <laughs> there's money because it's such an extravagant civilization. They're just throwing it away. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy people. It is alright, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really interesting. I thought the combat was, you know, we talked about this before, but I thought the combat was derivative and not great, but the story elements I thought were fabulous. But Yeah, it felt kind of like, well, to me, because obviously I, I played a lot of Skyrim, it felt kind of Skyrim-esque because of all the one hand with the magic-y type stuff and the other hand with, although in Skyrim you use a sword, but in that game it was like a, a gun instead, but... Isn't that kind of like an combat Skyrim system on the combat a little bit? <laughs> Skyrim was like a bit weird. Well, all those Elder Scrolls games are a bit strange in the combat, just in general. Yeah, walk up to something and mash the button. Yeah, just sort much, of bash, and then well, no, you had to do a kind of rhythm to it. But the whole thing was all just a bit weird. It seems like a kind of weird afterthought. The combat in in Elder Scrolls game. <laughs> yeah, I I thought. I only used sort of a, a couple of the salts, powers, or whatever they're called, vigors, uh, for the most of the part, because I found a lot of them quite useless. Yeah, I, I ended, ended up, up just using the murder of crows and the electricity, mostly. Yeah. I ended up experimenting more towards the end, like I ended up using the, the the undertow quite a lot towards the end. But not to pull people towards me, just to push them off shit. Yeah. It was, um, it was incredibly useful for that. Um, it it would have been better if you could switch between all of them, a lot quicker rather than having to use the wheel. I don't I mean, know if that would have been possible. Gameplay but... <laughs> if you bring out the wheel. It would have been nice to be able to switch to stuff on the fly a lot easier. Maybe. I mean, they did have... 
I, I mean, Bios- the, the first Bioshocks used to have it because you didn't have the two weapon system. You had like you could hold as much as you want. So I think the F keys were. Oh, okay. Were like um, the what do you call them? Plasmids. Plasmids. Yeah, and the number keys were your weapons. So you had like a full. You held. You held everything. But I kind of liked the fact that the wheel let you pause. <laughs> you bring up the wheel to select your vigor, and the game stops. You can have a quick yeah. think about what you're doing. It's like what's going to work best. It just kind of messed up the flow a bit for me. I think the idea, the idea, kind of felt like they were gunning for that you had uh, two vigors that you would rely on most of the time, and that those that would be like your main one, and then your tab to quick switch to it or whatever the button was. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I don't really remember much about it, though. That's the problem. <laughs> That's what streaming does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, you know, it, it it didn't do enough for me to make me want to play it again or anything like that. See, I'm pretty um, interested about that barrier. Let's see. Yeah, I kind of want to wait until the two parts are together because yeah, it sounds like it's it, so it, short that you kind of... I'm not sure I can justify paying the price for it. Mm. For oh. you know, it's it's high quality DLC, but it's not. I'm not sure. It doesn't fit my ratio. Fair enough. <laughs> well, I think I will play it, but I'll probably wait for the second one to come out and then play them both at once. Yeah, it's my cunning plan. So well, yeah, any, anything else? Um, Call of Duty, obviously. Yep. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> yeah, I played a bit of that with. Them. I still that? think Black Ops Two is one of my is the one of my favourite Call of Duties. It's the best Call of Duty, easily. <laughs> I still think Black Ops 1 might be a little bit better for me, but Black Ops 2 is definitely one of the... It, uh, it's probably the game I've put the most time in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's still a hell of a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, from what you, I've seen you've of played, Ghosts, You've played that multiplayer at least 10 times the amount I have. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Oh, at least, yeah. I think I've racked mm. up nearly 10 days on it now. Jeez. But it's just so much. It's so fun when you get into that groove of like just killing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing you do in that game. I say geez, but that's less than half my TF2 time. Yeah, Although but that's if, over like six years. Yeah, or that's, that's right. when you put that into perspective. It's like you've accumulated that over a year. That's nuts. Yeah, less than a year. Crazy. That's well, I guess a it's now, a year it? now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it's still, still my one of my favorite. <laughs> not by Zach's standards, it's not that nuts. <laughs> the first game of Call of Duty that I actually prestige mastered, though, which is kind of cool. It's the first one I prestiged in full stop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is no, about Call it. of Duty that grabs me, though. There's just something about it. I've tried to discuss this before. It is, it is when it when everything fits together with Call of Duty. It's a masterclass in how to build a multiplayer game, but it it just always feels like it's so susceptible to the tiniest of problems that just fuck up the experience. Like the tiniest bit of lag just fucks yeah. everything up. Well, <laughs> really bad. In theory, next gen you won't have those problems because of all the dedicated servers and stuff. But maybe, yeah, supposedly. I mean, you always get lag issues whatever you're doing. You know, it's the same with Battlefield on PC. It's the same. There's always going to be some networky related issue occasionally. Yeah. Not much yeah, you can right. do about that. Maybe yeah. it will be improved on, you know, Xbox's cloud servers. But 
Indeed. Well, it's interesting. How have they done it on PlayStation? How have they done for the new COD? Have they? How do they do it for that? Because is it is it still peer to peer? Um, it's mixed. There's there are dedicated servers, but there's also peer to peer. So it, you can even you can be on either. Oh, okay, so they they are they're not using Microsoft's cloud to host it. They're just hosting stuff anyway. Yes, I believe so. Fair enough. Okay, that makes some sense. Apparently, it's the same on current a... gen, but it seems to be that most people are getting peer to peer on current gen rather than the dedicated. There's probably there's probably too much demand. Probably way too much demand for them to. <laughs> yeah. Cope. Yeah, still my favorite multiplayer game that I play. Yeah. Nothing else really comes close to it, to be honest. I played the Battlefield 4 beta and I didn't really enjoy that very much. Well, I don't think neither you or Dan really got into the last... But, well, no, you sort of liked Battlefield, but you liked it for the close combat stuff. Oh, yeah, the, the close combat stuff was awesome, but still ridiculously, like, annoying. <laughs> <laughs> what, in comparison to Cobblobs? Yes. Mm, okay. And... So is that just less annoying, <laughs> I guess? Well, it depends. Like, cod blobs can be annoying, like, as Rob said, if you get, like, problems with lag or whatever, yeah, then yeah, it gets yeah. really frustrating. And if you've watched any of Kipper's cod streams, the legendary raid. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't help either, because it obviously takes away a lot of my upload speed, which makes me lag a lot Yeah. when I stream. But I have more problems in Battlefield than I do with... COD. Although on the Battlefield 4 beta, I had very little problems. Oh, really? That seemed seemed to run really smoothly. Like I had no lag and stuff like that. So they boned something up in the in the release. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was that kind of problem. No. But I just don't like the feel of Battlefield, and they seem to have way too much health in Battlefield 4. Okay, it's less. Battlefield before, or, well, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it was—it's already pretty lethal. Well, yeah, exactly. They—they they, they get any less, it'll be even, maybe worse. Yeah, but that's the thing. When when I play Call of Duty, like you can down people in, you know, three bullets or something. Instant, Whereas on Battlefield yeah. Four, it took me like a good, I don't know, good half a clip to down someone at times. I found Battlefield's model somewhat. I, I kind of agree with you. I find Battlefield's hit. Detection sometimes spottier than CODs. Well, you don't have auto aim for a start. So well, no, true, but it's whether or not when when you know, even when you get the hit markers coming up, it sometimes can feel like you're putting a ton of shots into someone, and then next time you'll do the same thing and they'll die instantly, and like excluding headshots, obviously. Mm. It's like I, I have a bit of a. I find battle. I do agree, but I find battlefield kind of hard to know what happened, like why stuff succeeded and why stuff didn't. Um. Maybe it's more tough on, say, the difference between hitting center mass and a limb or something. I don't know. Maybe. It's the only thing I've ever come up with, to be honest. <laughs> Apart from <laughs> the network just being weird. Or bullets being random damage. I was trying to remember whether there was any... Whether any of the... Whether there was, like, a class thing you could have that would alter your resistances in Battlefield 3. I don't think there was. I don't think any of the squad perks actually did that. No, there was a plaque thing, wasn't it? Was oh, really... yeah, for explosions. Yeah. yeah. But not for bullets. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you didn't have heavy armor or anything in this one. No. You didn't have that choice. <laughs> that dumb choice. That was like in 2142, you never used light armor because it was not an actual option. It was like, well, did, did, less did, did it, yeah, did it, what, did it actually make any real difference? Because you it could makes, sprint for slightly longer, yeah, but. It, like, you sprint longer but have less health. That's like, why? You could already sprint a pretty long way. Yeah. <laughs> have you picked up Battlefield 4, Lindsay? No. No, neither of us have. Why not? I wanted to play Battlefield 3 again. We have, we just never played it enough, I don't think. And I was I was still up for it, but I don't want the outlay from Battlefield 4. Oh, any, slight, any kind of slight price drop, and then I might consider it. Well, <laughs> so I, I'm just going to wait. Yeah, I don't know how much I'm really going to enjoy Battlefield 4 more than I enjoy 3. I mean, maybe the... I guess I guess I didn't get on with a lot of the maps in 3. Yeah, so at um, least you'll have a new crop of maps. Yeah. So that that's that's kind of the most interesting thing to me about four is you know there'll be new maps that maybe I'll get on with more, um, and maybe hopefully they've tweaked the vehicle balance. Meh. Yeah, but that's the I problem I have it. with Battlefield Four is it it felt identical to Battlefield Three like there was very little difference. Mm. Oh yeah, because you played it a year ago, didn't you? Or... Oh no, I, I played the beta of Battlefield Four. Oh sorry, yeah, yeah, you played Titanfall a year ago. I remember, yeah. <laughs> Just feels exactly the same. It's like at least with Call of Duty, I know people say it's basically the same game every time, which I can sort of see their point. But at least they change a lot of the things with it. Yeah, uh, the Levolution stuff sounds cool. The fact that it had, like how dramatic it can change a battlefield, like the one where it, you can make one of the city levels flood, sounds cool. But it can change the battlefield from the server being online to the server being offline. Well, yes, <laughs> at the moment, at the moment, yeah, awesome. So perhaps, you know, give it six months, they'll have got it sorted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, give it six months. They'll have patched it about eight times. What's the SimCity number now? Yeah, it's like, yeah, eight times. And then it might actually be getting close to good. <laughs> oh, dear. You got to laugh at COD's attempt at that, though. That's pretty abysmal. Hmm? What was their attempt? Well, you can now knock over a fuel station. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have seen this, yeah. Okay. Well, on one of the levels. Yeah. And one wall can be destroyed. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not what COD's about though. No. COD, COD's more of an arena shooter to me. Yeah. It's, I just found it funny a modern arena a big shooter. deal about it. It's weird how it's it's ta- how nowadays the equivalent of Quake Three is running around tiny maps, you know, with with everyone with assault rifles. With like mm. the regular ass military weapons, yeah, like it's, all, and shit. It's, weird. it's weird, but that that's what it is, really, isn't it? It's an arena shooter, kind of now, yeah. That's, that's one reason why I like Call of Duty more, is because it's it is basically like an old school arcade shooter, yeah. But why not just play Unreal Tournament? What happened to those <laughs> games? Well, the last oh. one was um, Nexus, wasn't it? The last real arena shooter I guess that I can think of and that was that was actually pretty good it was just way too fast like, yeah way too fast um, well no actually that's a lie Shoot Mania I suppose is the last one <laughs> no, that's but, not even the same game though. that's not a, really an arena shooter that's like a that's like a zone control <laughs> sort of, well, it's sort of I don't know get some of the game types are more traditional but it doesn't have it's like Weaponry is the main important thing. And yeah. the weaponry in Shoot Mania is 
weird, even when even when you have different options, mm. which isn't that often. I mean, yeah, ne- Nexus was kind of cool, but it was too fast and too lethal for me to work very well. Um, uh, you know, for me to be able to play it, the people that could play it and were doing really well, they're, they're that's impressive. Seriously, that's a hell of a skill. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe there's some sort of connection now where people just see those games and they're like, oh well, that's that's something I can relate to more. Mm, Whereas maybe. before it was just like, oh holy crap! Have you seen the flashiness of this gun? It shoots right. pink shit everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> well, because they were maybe that doesn't abstract. appeal anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, I played a lot of um, Gotham City Imposters. That game is freaking awesome. Really. Yeah, I've seen you play that. That does look pretty cool. Actually. It is really awesome. I What's love the that, deal game. With that game. Then How's it is it one of my favourite like shooters in a long time. Really good work? fun. I don't know much about Gotham City Imposters. Well, it's free to play, so okay. give it a go. <laughs> it's a sort of class-based. Um, well, I don't know. yeah, it's just class-based team team shooter, really. Um, uh, it's, it's not a crazy amount to say more than that, but except for the fact that you know some of the abilities you can get are somewhat bonkers. Some of the humor is pretty cool, um, and it just looks like it plays really quite well. If you know what I mean, just no, not necessarily gimmicky, but it it almost feels like the game that Brink should have been, except yeah. without the parkour. Well, with, <laughs> sort of with the parkour, just it's not parkour; it's like jump pads and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except you know it's not like you know the same the, the same level of class based craziness that Brink had. I was like, oh, you need an engineer to do this, and oh, you need a yeah. thingy to do that. But yeah. it's a very simple game. Yeah, and so you still have to wonder why Kivers doesn't like Team Fortress. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem with Team Fortress is I found it impossible to kill people. Like they just don't die. Yeah, I guess in Team Fortress people do have a shit lot of Let- health. Lethality is lo- real low in TF, actually surprisingly low. Yeah. I like that. Well, that's that's why I like games style. like Gotham City Imposters because you can you can kill people when you <laughs> relatively easily. It's like Quake, um, although you have a lot of health in Quake, it's quite quite easy to understand why people die and stuff in that game. I think I prefer a balance. Like you know, Quake Three is still almost perfect for that. Yeah, and Halo definitely. is pretty goddamn good at that sort of middle ground as well. That's why I attach to Halo. I think is because yeah, I like that. I like that feeling of if stuff goes real bad, there's a chance I can get out. Yeah, in some Halo daring is escape. The best example but, of that, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I like that feeling when you've just when you've done like a skin of your teeth escape, and you're just like, oh, "How the shit did I get away with that?" Yeah, <laughs> and like Halo is probably the best for that ever. Um, and you're never going to escape in COD. You're just dead, right? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, you can get super lucky sometimes, but it's like not very likely at all to ever happen like you can sometimes turn on them and get a lucky headshot or something but never really gonna happen that's pretty much how every escape turns out it's like oh i just headshot two guys in a row and i know it's on no health yeah so that was that was that was lucky it's more yeah that's the thing with called you it's more luck getting away than actual skill Mm. in halo you can actually use a bit of skill to get away yeah, if you've got some ingenious route or, uh, or yeah, really you, clever you can, use of grenades or something. Yeah, it's a. Uh... 
We never played Halo enough. God damn it, it's really good. <laughs> I still Halo prefer Halo Reach. Halo, Halo 4 is more Okay, you have to be more specific than that. Yeah, I know. I, re- I really like uh, Yeah, both. To be honest, I'm, I'm struggling to think of a Halo multiplayer I didn't enjoy a lot. Like 2, 3, Reach, and 4 are brilliant. <laughs> They're just really, really good. I like Reach. All in slightly actually. different ways. I did play quite a bit of Reach online. It was quite unusual for me. Perhaps we need to do more of that. There we go. Shadow Cast Party. Let's play some Halo. <laughs> I'm up for some Halo. I haven't played that in ages. Play some Halo Team Fortress. At least we all own that game. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I guess Destiny is the uh, uh, successor for that stuff, right? I guess, well, it's not really the same thing. It's it? not going to have a. Well, I guess it might have some kind of deathmatch option. Probably yeah, that's maybe. the thing that confused me about that game because they said it's got competitive side of it. We haven't seen um, it. But... No, we haven't seen anything of it. And how is it going to work? Is it going to be Wait, like what's... a separate thing completely where you have, you know, like a class thing like you do in Halo 4 or whatever? Or is it going to be based on your <laughs> character that you've made in the actual main game? I thought I heard someone suggest that maybe this was just some dumb thing that someone made up for a laugh, but I thought I heard someone suggest that that um, it, it, it would be like inside the world of Destiny, Destiny, there'd basically be consoles that your character would play, and then that would be the multiplayer. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it'd be like playing Halo inside Destiny, just on a fake console in the game. Well, a bit like how Halo 4 is what we play as those stupid training ops. Yeah. But... Sounds quite interesting. Just a dumb excuse to mm. have it not be relevant to be your main character, I guess. I never did play those Spartan Ops. It's because I refuse to, and you won't do it by yourself. Yeah, well, they're supposed to be co-op, <laughs> so, you know. Maybe they're all kind of boring, though. Oh, yeah, so I've heard. But, I can't, you know, Zach and I really got into Firefight quite badly at yeah, one point, so it's... <laughs> because that was interesting. But this is yeah, Firefight, Firefight is cool, with... because it's obviously, like, you can work to get better high scores and stuff, whereas... And invent tactics to cope with well, I the guess, but these tactics. might be, diff- you know, if we set them difficult enough, there may need to be tactics to progress, like a story. Yeah, but it'll probably but... just be regular Halo tactics. It, maybe, yeah. Not like the dumb firefight tactics we had to come up with. <laughs> God, it's so crazy. It's so hard as well. Yeah. Firefight's unbelievably difficult. To, to, to get the targets that it tries to make you get, anyway. Yeah. It's insane. Damn, all these games I now want to play. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> like, I can't play anything because Xbox One will be coming out next week. And oh, no. And I have stuff to finish. Oh, no. <laughs> so, shall we move on to you? What have you been playing? Uh, if Kips is done. All right. All right, then. <laughs> okay. So I've been playing a lot of Tomb Raider. Yeah, oh. I noticed. I've put in about 11 hours into it now. You must be um, coming way through then. Yeah, I think I reckon I'm about two-thirds, two-thirds in. Um, mm-hmm. maybe a bit more than that um, uh, Kippers uh, I know you've played it and so I'm at the endurance if that helps you yeah but, um, how's it treating you it's it's a re- okay I, I, positive it's a, it's a really good game has to be said <laughs> it is just generally a good game that's quite um, positive really yeah uh, it's, but it's it's good in the kind of way that I'm not very good at articulating it's like the gameplay elements for it do it's an it's an interesting mishmash of some some Metroidvania style components, like so the way Lara gets new abilities and stuff like that to enable her to traverse the world is a bit Metroidy, and that's kind of cool. That's a nice direction for the series. The 
um, the feel of the island in terms of its aesthetic is really well put together. The um, uh, the the, the, the gunplay and you know all of that stuff isn't is not it's not mind blowing, but it's pretty good. It's well it's constructed. And sort of um, the set two level. Yeah, you know, the set pieces. There's a lot of Uncharted esque style sort of action sequences that are pretty cool. Yeah, um, and, and well made. And um, you keep control during them, I hope, Uncharted style. For the majority of them, there's okay. a couple of moments where you don't have control, but um, most most of it is. Yeah, you're in, got some sort of quick time event perhaps to do. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's not many of those, but there's uh, um, there's the there's the odd occasion where it just prompts you. Um, and then you get some gruesome death scene if you fail. Awesome. Um, well, that's classic Lara Croft, isn't it? Swallow yeah, a couple, of them, a a couple of them are horrible. <laughs> yeah, a couple of them are really nasty. Um, Crunch. But she never seems to scream like dramatically enough for those. It was the one thing that The Last of Us did really well. If you died in The Last of Us, it was just like, oh, that's, that's not good. Whereas in this one, she's just kind of like, she's in a horrible situation. Visually, it's horrible. But she's just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, the graphically, just the the P, I'm playing the PC version, and the PC version is they've pushed it quite away. Let's say you you can turn on a lot of effects if you want cool. them. Um, it pushes it's on Mac settings. My system can't handle it. Um, so that's you know i7 with 670 graphics card. It's like it's too much for it if I push everything up. It's like okay. the, the frame rate drips too much for me to drips drops for me to too much for me to be happy with it. Um, but there are some effects that it, you know it will it'll allow you to go quite far because it will enable things like geometry tessellation, which that's one of the things I don't run because it does uh, give me significant slowdown and it's it's not actually that noticeable the difference it makes it's like i've like gone and looked close at some of the rocky outcrops and stuff and there will be more polygons and stuff on some of the landscaping if you turn it on um or seemingly more polygons no no you can see them it's like it's geometry tessellation so it's like it's Uh, making more polygons based on some algorithm right Um, yeah uh so it's for the most it does look nice but it's barely noticeably nice so i turn that off um but i do play with the hair effect on because it's awesome yeah i heard that was good it's really nice okay it's it's impressive stuff it does occasionally tard out because it's you know physics yeah Um, (laughs) it looks completely bonkers at times but it's it's pretty clever because i think how it handles is like when you're in it works a lot better when you're playing the game normally. It kind of suffers during cutscenes. Um, because I think what happens is, is when you're playing in the normal perspective and um, it's only rendering a fraction of the hairs, so it's rendering enough for the distance away that the hair is for okay. it to still look good. But then when you get a close-up, it's oh, rendering yeah. a lot more hair <laughs> and it's working out the physics for a lot more hair. So you can have a significant frame drop when you're doing a close-up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a really nice tech. It's called Tress FX, which made me wonder if it was in some way related to Tresemme, but <laughs> well, that's where the name came from. <laughs> um, but no, I really like it, and it, as I say, visually it's really cool, and it's also Nvidia 3D ready. So ah. I've been playing a large quantity of it in 3D. Um, to be honest, I think the 3D ready label is perhaps a bit incorrect because there are some significant effects that just go totally wrong. Okay. Um, like three style, quite a lot of the water is bad. 
in 3D. It just doesn't work. And there's a reasonable amount of water in the game. (laughs) So that's kind of a problem. Um, And that's really the only real 3D problem, but it's just, you know, you see it a lot. There's occasional bits where some trees in the distance will only render in one eye, and some of the graffiti you see around the island indicating the optional tombs will only appear in one eye. So it's it's got a few bizarre faults. You know, it's like that one doesn't make sense because surely that's a texture. It's like, why is it like trying to do a shader effect on a texture or something that fucks up? And it's like, so that's kind of odd. Um, but for the most part, it's really good in 3D. It's like, it's, awesome. it's, re- it's really nice, especially during the major action scenes. I have to drop it to 720 when I'm playing in 3D. I can't run it in 1080 like that. Um, but you know when you've got a major action scene and stuff's exploding everywhere and it's coming at the screen, it's it's really good. <laughs> it's like it's, it's one of those things that makes me glad I bought the 3D kit after all, because <laughs> there haven't been many examples where it's been worth it. Euro truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose that isn't pulling many shader effects to fuck it up, really, is it? So it's that's probably quite a good one. <laughs> Um, it sounds, yeah, sounds so, awesome, actually. I mean, I do have any problems with the, the typical... Because um, there was a lot of uh, hoo-ha when it came out about them, like, their story stuff and them, like, trying to trying to find a way to justify, like, the weirdness of, of okay. the character uh, yeah, you, murdering everyone and all that. Well, kind of segue into the bad. The story is terrible. Okay. And the writing is terrible. It's, it's, yeah. it's bad. It is nothing okay. but bad. Just the dialogue um, just as bad as well? The dialogue the is unbelievable. The character voicing is terrible. Okay. Generally. Um, well, okay, it's not terrible, but it's not great. Some characters are terrible, but <laughs> it's it's just an completely unbelievable set of characters and a completely unbelievable script. It's like, it's okay, yeah, it does the Tomb Raider, no, spoiler alert, it does the Tomb Raider thing of being somewhat fantastical, like something weird happens and... As far as I know, there's no fucking dinosaurs, but, you know. <laughs> um, but it is, yeah, no, the, I, I, the story is, is it's not worth it. There's a there's a section, right, where, right, major spoiler alert, someone where a, a member of the Endurance dies, um, and his lover kind of is going, it's all your fault, Lara, that we're here. You caused this. And she's, and she's like, She's like, it's not my fault. It's none of this. And she's like, he 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 died doing what he wanted to do, and all this kind of crap. And she's just like, yeah, you're right. Moving on. <laughs> and it's like it's her fucking like lover and stuff like that. They're just like you'd be totally torn up and totally fucked. And she's like, yeah, you're right. Yep, fine. All right, let's, do, let's deal with this. Let's, oh god, it's just okay. dumb. It's just okay. really dumb. I don't. I don't. Lara is just. There's a moment, I think, the game structure doesn't help one moment in the story as well, because you're finding this stuff around that kind of fills in some of the backstory. But I I think even if you weren't doing that, there's a moment where Lara goes, oh, I need to do this. (laughs) And you're just like, yeah, I I figured that out like seven hours ago. (laughs) Oh, dear. It's it's really dumb. Because in in Uncharted, the story is a bit, the overarching story is sort of, it's good, but well, and it's sort of dumb, but in a good way. But like the dialogue, it's, it's is, held together by really very moment to moment. Funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why The Last of Us still works, despite my problems with its like perhaps lack of big narrative. It's like the 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 scene to scene stuff is really good, mm. and it's just <laughs> it's, 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 it's a real disappointment 
when you put it next to the actual quality of most of the game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I, I don't know, I expect more from stuff now, especially like big titles like this. I can't just let it go if they're trying to be all dramatic and stuff, because it's not very tongue-in-cheek. It's not very, um, you know, just laughs at itself very much. It's quite self-serious. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's its biggest downfall, is that maybe some of this stuff wouldn't come off so bad if it was having a bit of a laugh with the player, yeah, but, it's, yeah. but, it's just, but it's just not. Um, it's a shame, because... Tomb Raider, I mean, because Indiana Jones isn't that serious, really. And, like, Tomb Raider should be less serious than Indiana Jones, really. Well, Tomb, Ra- Tomb Raider's always been bonkers, and it's exactly. like it's never been serious, really. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's kind of fun in a kind of mental way, if you look back at, like, Tomb Raider 2 or something. Um, and they could easily revive that kind of style. Of thing. It has a style, definitely, like an inherent kind of Tomb Raider feel that they seem to have just jet- jettisoned for the sake of making something, you know, gritty mm. or whatever. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't even think that the, the Ludo narrative dissonance that people has been, you know, it was, that it was really slammed for by the critics, mm. you know, like how Lara suddenly, oh, I've killed a deer. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, wait, there's six other deers in this forest. Kill them all. Yeah, um, but that's just games, though, isn't it? Dramatic echo. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, it's like, that's not even, that's, that's not the big That's problem. Not, it's, it didn't feel like that big a deal. I mean, yeah, it's kind of played up a little bit by the game, but it's but it's, it's just in the grand scheme of the general. game's problems. It's 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 not really right notable. Um, but <laughs> but but you say it's a really good game, like enjoy. Yeah, sure, I, I, I'm really enjoying the gameplay elements of it. Like mm. it, it does this, um, it, it does the classic thing where there's like hidden crap like all over the areas, but it's actually kind of interesting to figure out how to get to some of them. They, they do relatively simple environmental puzzles, but they're pretty frequent. Um, mm. And the, you know, the traversal through the world is pretty intuitive. It's not, it's, it's kind of, they, they have this like almost like detective vision state you can go into. So you can see the objects that you can sort, you can interact with, um, which is useful. Um, it's yeah, it's weird. I, I mean, I think some of the animation is janky. But because they probably don't, I don't know. If, it, it looks like the kind of animation that perhaps wasn't mo-capped, you know. Uh, it's somewhat uh, like the, the the transitions between animations somewhat sometimes look a bit jumpy. You know? mm-hmm. So it's not it's not uncharted quality, you know that kind of stuff. No, not, not, no. not even close. But that stuff um, needs a big investment, doesn't it? So yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of it. She does some she just some neat animations in places, but they're just not as slick. And then okay. noticeably not as slick as, as as Uncharted and stuff like that. And you know, Uncharted's the obvious comparator here because it's, uh, well, you know, it just is. So, yeah, it's 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 weird. It's it's an enjoyable game, but it's really let down by its own attitude. I think. Cause right. Just, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It's just it would have it would have been better if the endurance crew had all died at the start. Let's put it that way. Okay. <laughs> it was just Lara. It just would have been a better game. <laughs> it would have changed the story completely, but you know, whatever. That that, that seems like it's needed anyway. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, as I say, still enjoying it. It's uh, uh, it's it's a good. Dire- it's you know, if if this is the gameplay style they're going to go for in the next few entries, then yeah, stick to it. Uh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, just just hire a writer. Yes, hire a good writer. <laughs> okay. I have to say, I really enjoyed the game as well. 
Yeah, I remember you saying we. I think we talked about it after. Like, you know, I got your impressions from when you were going through it. Do, do you have the same narrative problems that I do, or, or yeah, just not kind of remember any of the story again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're screaming at the time from the ship. were really like, like the, I don't know how far you are. I can't think where this bit is, but um, the dude with the glasses, Whitman, Whitman, yeah, um, the the, what, the typical the sort of somewhat playthrough. Uh, Lara suspects him for being an asshole. He, uh, spoiler alerts, I guess. Like he's he's been acting suspiciously from the start, and um, so you know, the last last time I saw him, uh, the last two times I saw him, one of which he kind of leads the bad guy to us, and the second time he just kind of turns up suspiciously, like saying, "Help me, help me!" But there's no one following him. Um, <laughs> there's another dude with glasses, though, isn't there? Oh, uh, Lara. Alex? Are you thinking of the computer guy? Alex, yeah. He's wearing an escape t-shirt the entire time, like with the, the escape key. <laughs> yeah, what, what's he doing in your story at the moment? <laughs> He's lost in the endurance. He went to get some stuff from it, and he hasn't come oh, okay. back. So. I won't talk about that bit yet. <laughs> All right, then. So that's bad, is it? It's not bad, no. It's just um, cause I found that whole bit kind of, like, bizarre. Okay. <laughs> it's already. Like, you'll, you'll see, it's really cheesy. You'll see what I mean when you get to it. And I love the fact that they've had to do two airborne escapes from the island and both, and uh, even after the first one failed and they already worked out why it failed, the second one was going to fail and they did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I have no memory of what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's cat is infused apparently. <laughs> the like I'll pick that up on the recording. Uh, yeah, so that's Team Radio. I'm gonna hopefully finish that in the next week. Um, okay, cool. Get that out of the way before the Xbox onslaught happens. Yeah, All the onslaught. Um, uh, also, been playing not crazy deal, but I did go back to Magic a little mm-hmm. bit after I kind of said I thought I was done with it. Um, did I talk about Plane Chase last time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or it's maybe a, or maybe I can't remember. I, I spoke to Zach about yep, it, but it's, a, about it. it's a long fucking game type, and the the characters it puts you against in that first plane chase level are right bastards. So you know, I, I've kind of just sort of said, "Well, fuck that game type." Yeah, fair <laughs> so enough. I think and, you, did you know the AI, before. Yeah, the AI is just annoying. It kind of gangs up on you, and it's yeah, it's not not so great. Um, but I did play a two headed giant game um, with myself. It's kind of annoying because I can't. You can't just be both players. You have to set up a second player to do it. So I was I was controlling one deck with the mouse and keyboard and one deck with a controller, because <laughs> um, <laughs> it's supposed to simulate local multiplayer or something like that. It doesn't let you just be both halves. But I used the the crazy life gain deck and the white weenie deck and just owned everything. <laughs> it, was, it was really satisfying. That, that life gain deck is bonkers if you if you pl- end up playing it well because it's like. You just gain a shit ton of life, but then it has a one creature in it that has power and toughness equal to the amount of life you have. So by the end of the game, I was on over a hundred life and had a car- had a like an over a hundred hundred creature that just decimated everything because I gave it trample. And <laughs> okay, you it was like, well, that, that 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 was quite easy. <laughs> literally trampled everything. Awesome. Yep. Like you just with everything, the... and you just trampled everything. Pretty it's much, yep. I just used the weenie deck as defense for the entire time, like so I couldn't really take much damage and was gaining more of it. And then this card turned up, and it's like, oh, 
well, now I win. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. I might, I might go through some of the revenge campaign because it's an achievement for getting to the end of that. Maybe. Don't know. Uh, there, I remember the revenge campaign was a bit of a shitter in the last one because obviously in the revenge campaign, all the, all the decks have their cards unlocked mm-hmm. you know, um, for the AI opponents. So they, and it's a more refined, more um, a better card layout, I guess. Like the combination, the number of each card they have is much, much better than the ones you fight in the normal campaign. So, although I've now probably unlocked quite a lot of cards for the White Weenie deck, and I have been trying to alter it, it's like I'm not sure the Weenie is going to be effective against some of these harder opponents. But so I may be screwed on that front as well. Yeah. So, I may have the same problem I did last game, and just like once you've done the main campaign, it just kind of seems to start losing its appeal. Yeah, yeah, it makes. And sense. the challenge—I I tried one of the challenges, but it's, even that first fucking challenge in this game is real hard. I couldn't get it. It's like, um, I always thought the challenges were an interesting idea, but they're just a bit too com- too hard to spot. Like they're not—you just get what, bored what trying to figure it out. Is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're pretty cool, and but yeah, they do get a bit. I could, I couldn't do. The, I spent about. I didn't spend long, admittedly, trying to do the first one, and I was just like, "Oh, I remember why I didn't like this." <laughs> Moved on. Uh, so yeah, I did a bit of that. Played a bit of card with Kips. Mm-hmm. I did play one race on Forza Two. Forza Two. I dug that out a couple of weeks ago. Because oh, I just. Like I kind of want to see what the how. Partly is how far we've come since then. Yeah, because I, you know, I was always quite impressed with that game at the time, and it's like, oh, we've come quite a long way. Yeah, um, apparently, <laughs> even, in, even even in this generation, it's like, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's still a, it's still a, it plays, it still plays really well, mm. even with a controller. Like, it's it's a real nice feeling game. Yeah, um, I went around the Nurburgring a few times with the controller. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, that's what I probably want to do that next because that's the last arcade race I've got left to do on that game. So it's mm-hmm. on my on my save, so I might try that. Um, but it's yeah, it's 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 fun, and and that kind of makes me feel a lot. And that's probably what triggered me to be more excited about fours or five than I was before, because I kind of got into it for a bit for during this play session. It's like, oh yeah, I remember exactly all these hooks, all these reasons why I wanted it. The 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 the, the need to try and perfect every corner, otherwise you fuck everything up. <laughs> and of course, Forza Two didn't have the um, rewind feature, oh. so you had to be perfect, um, which may actually screw some of that feeling up i don't know because i didn't own forza three or two or four um so you know maybe the rewind feature kind of just does put everything in easy mode but if i can be uh, disciplined not to use it then then maybe some of that will be back but yeah the car modeling doesn't actually look that great in that game compared to like modern car models and stuff and it's a uh, and even the ui looks dated mm weird because yeah, it does I, I, it? Yeah. I didn't think that would happen but there's just bits of how simple things like how boxes are laid out and the font they use just yeah. makes it look old <laughs> it's weird yeah it's weird i've actually been um at work i've been testing my app on ios 7 and then then uh, there's an old 4 with with ios 5.1 on, mm. on it and it is weird i've only had ios 7 for like a month or have long it's been and like the, the the old stuff now looks really old. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. I don't know. It, anyway. 
kind of strange. You can you can do that if you go back through Xbox's history and go and view NXE or the Blades or something yeah. and just be like, whoa, okay, that wasn't actually that long ago. Yeah, exactly. The Blades weren't that long. I mean, the Blades were pretty cool when you first saw them. I don't know, but now they look... Yeah, I mean, they're slightly practically a nightmare, but... <laughs> yeah. And a bit clustered, you know. Mm. Um, a bit cluttered, sorry, not clustered. I keep thinking of clusterfuck whenever I want to say clutter. <laughs> <laughs> well, even the like the original Xbox crazy dashboard of Doom with the rotatey thing, that was pretty cool. That was insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's, it, it kind of worked. Those, that's what I mean. Those old those old OS menus were fine to be crazy because they didn't have to do much. Yeah. But there was a whole thread about the the, the, the GameCube turning on animation on reddit the other day and how if you if you held down different buttons you could get different sounds and if you yep, held down different buttons and you had four different controllers plugged in and you held down buttons on all of them you got another one. Oh, i didn't know that one yeah there's some super secret one i remember if you held down the the z button on the intro it did lots, yeah. lots of squeaky noises it's like that's the one i think if you hold down z on all four controllers that are plugged in you get something different Oh, cool! I didn't know about that one. Anyway, there's all kinds of craziness. Oh. But then, the, uh, but then when you didn't have the disc in or you had it set up, I always liked the no, 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 no sound. Hey. <laughs> rotated. Yeah. Mm. 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 That was I, I swear we've done this on a that noise on a podcast <laughs> yeah. before. Yeah, I'm so, pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, never mind. <laughs> UIs. Mm. UIs of the past when they didn't actually have much um, eye to do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that's pretty much it, really. It's not. Cool. I've, okay. I've been quite quite busy again. We're probably running out of time. Aren't we? You played Civ Five. Oh yeah, no, I did play. Oh yeah, oh, well, thank shit. you. I did. I played played quite a shit ton more of Civ Five. <laughs> yeah, actually. and you somehow forgot all about it. Yeah, I was playing that this morning. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, I still really like that game. <laughs> okay, good. But the Egyptian. I, I I did take stock home in the end oh. after all that stuff I talked about last time. Um, so, but I didn't annihilate them. I just took over their capital. Right. So I, I could, if I wanted to, take their remaining cities. But I thought, fuck it, they're of no value to me. <laughs> they can be. They're not going to. They're not going to fight me anytime soon. Uh, I need to get involved yeah. in some Civ Five. Yeah, it's so addictive. It really is. It's just the thing is, is if I if I if I feel like I'm doing well, then you, you just don't want to stop. <laughs> It's like I think I'm second. I'm second on the scoreboard right now, so I I, I think I'm going to lose this to the Arabians um, now, um, unless I can pull some science out my ass. <laughs> but it's a uh, you just get so into it. Like I, I I played it last night until about six ish, and then I woke up this morning going, "I need to progress my civilization." It's <laughs> bad. I just woke up going, "I need to do this." <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's really good. Seriously good. Even if I don't fully understand the faith element of the game, really. <laughs> well, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. It's, no, it's just kind of sort of there, <laughs> but I haven't quite understood its point yet. Um, so yeah, there's not a lot much more to add, really. It's just, it's, 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 it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I really want to play that sometime. I'm going to have to get yeah, that. But you have to buy it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, no, it's oh, 20, I suppose, quid plus uh, 20 quid for the expansion, which I can't Yeah, remember. I guess it's not. Steam sale. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. 
Yes. Okay. Uh, Zegri. <laughs> Hello. It's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> I should not respond to that. You just. Uh, <laughs> no, I. Are you responded by not responding? <laughs> <laughs> you responded with an outburst. <laughs> Yeah, it was quite loud, apparently, according to the waveform. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Zach, what have you been playing? Well, related to what we've been playing, there was some news that we didn't do. Oh, like news. news. Yep. <laughs> they opened up the Humble Store. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So now you can get Humble Bundle games at any time for some amount of discount and 10% to charity. Yeah, I mean they're kind of they're not like the humble bundle. It's not it's not pay what you want for all of them all no. the time. It's like they do have a fixed price and they they're reasonably priced. They're not Steam sale priced, but well, some of them were. Yeah, I mean they go through phases. Yeah. There will be like there, there will be like these sale spikes, but then so um, I picked up Prison Architect, but I haven't played that yet, and I'm probably not going to for a while. That was really just because it was cheaper. It was cheaper than it was on Steam in any Steam sale that I'd seen, and I was mm. like. Well, I mean, it's it's only going to go up surely once it's not alpha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> once say, it becomes real price, there's still a lot of lot of stuff missing from there, isn't there? So it's, yeah, it's not complete by any means. So I might maybe try that at some point. But the other thing I picked up for like virtually no money was that the Swaffer game. Oh yeah, which yeah, well, I it's a puzzle game, I guess. <laughs> puzzle platformy, making clones of yourself to stand on buttons game. Mm. Do you, do you finish it? Yeah, I finished it in one sitting because I don't know, it wasn't that long. Okay, <laughs> I mean, maybe it was like four hours, but <laughs> there was maybe like an entire half hour where I just stood there at one puzzle trying to fucking figure it out because I couldn't. It got really. It was like it was super easy for most of the game, and then there was like two puzzles right at the end, which <laughs> I just sat there for fucking forever, <laughs> which was really annoying. Mm. And it was like just. Didn't they, isn't isn't the story in that kind of bleak or I, I don't know if it's bleak. It's sort of well, it's obviously it's weird hmm. what story there is. Well, it's like the story isn't really related to you so much. It's just like you're just observing it, really. <laughs> I, Although what what of the story is related to you doesn't make any sense anyway. So fuck it, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although the ending, well. It's like I don't really want to spoil everything. Like talking about the story will be hella spoilers, and the ending obviously hella spoilers. Just the impression of it. Well, no, but like what happens at the end? I guess I can sort of spoil it without spoiling it. But like at the end, at the end, you—it's the only thing that happens in the game. But you have a choice where it's like push one button to push one. Dial an ending. Well, it's like push one button to use the swapping device to basically transfer your consciousness into this guy's body and then escape the planet or push the other button to just stay there <laughs> oh so i put i sorry like i'm not gonna be a bastard i'll push the other button and let that guy leave and then what like then for some reason it just like it could have just faded out at that point and that would have been much better but what it actually does is like now you have to suicide jump off this cliff it's <laughs> <Really? laughs> not what i chose <laughs> Oh, weird. I just I chose to just stand there and let him leave. I didn't choose to have to commit suicide immediately afterwards. <laughs> Alright, that's kind of weird. So yeah, mm. that's the ending of that game, I guess. But I think I, my main problem with it is I had a weirdly difficult time retaining like the mechanics. Because I was thinking about it, it's like if when you were talking about Portal 2, it's like you can put portals on the white surfaces and you can't on the black surfaces. 
and yeah. the and the emancipation grid stops you from shooting through it. And that's mm-hmm. basically the same mechanics as this game. It's like when it's blue, you you <laughs> see. I've already forgotten. When it's blue, you can't create a clone, but you can swap through it. If it's red, when you say swap, do you mean move to one of the clones? Yeah, swap or? into one of the other clones. Okay. And then if it's red, you can make clones, but you can't swap through it. And then if it's purple, you can't do either. It sounds a little bit like the sort of limiting mechanics from Snapshot. Yeah, that's it. But I had like a really, a really weird time trying to like retain that information. So when I was just like one of these puzzles, like I got stumped on phrases. It's just like a platform, and then like there's a bit of red light, a bit of blue light, a bit of purple light, and various different areas of it. And I just couldn't like hold the information in my mind of what I could do where. Oh, so when you say light, it is actually like a beam of light. Yeah, and then, and then can in you some use... cases you can turn them on or off or block them. Or use shadow to. Oh, that's that's kind of interesting. Well, they don't really use the shadow thing oh. very much because like, that could have been real interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I could. I just couldn't retain it. <laughs> really dumb. And I was like, "Oh wait, I can put a guy there because it's red." Even though you, I guess it's because it's red. It yeah, you, sort of, red. you just sort of think, "Well, I can't do anything with that." <laughs> it's like red is bad, and blue <laughs> for some reason is also bad in a different way. <laughs> red is the murder zone. So yeah, I played whole of that game. So that was pretty good. And, and, well, yeah, I guess if you like puzzly things, <laughs> recommend it. Yeah, I guess <laughs> if you like puzzly things. And well, I'm not sure like puzzly things. things. Well, yeah, so I recommend it. For those who like that's, a, that's more positive. There we go. <laughs> and I'm not sure whether it is actually meant to be like claymation style or whatever. That graphical style is really weird. Mainly because just it's, it, everything is just blurry all the time. So it kind of hides what style it actually is. <laughs> so I can't see whether it's actually claymation because most of the time it's just like weirdly blurry all over the Mm. All over. So it what it distorts away from Yeah. And also the voice acting oh, is voices. Oh. I didn't well, I didn't I didn't picture it as a game that would have Well, for the story. Over. You yeah. don't have a voice, of course, mm. naturally. Because as I said, the story has got virtually nothing to do with you. But then like the other people who talk, well, the other person, I mean there's the station announcements, which I guess is automatically like bland, like just stating things, but the other person's voice acting seems to be like I can't tell whether it's actually just kind of bad or whether it's actually sort of intentionally meant to be kind of bad because of story reasons, I guess. Because <laughs> it's like you're not meant to be able to like interpret that person as well, like mm. their emotional state or whatever from their voice. So they're all sort of fairly monotone most of the time. And I'm not sure whether that's just bad voice acting or whether that was actually intentional. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hello. Rescue me. Yep, pretty much. And then obviously the other thing I played for way too long was tons of goddamn Pokemon again. I finished it, and then it turned out not actually very much changes to that after the end of the game this time. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Kind of disappointing. But then even though I said I wasn't going to, <laughs> just in the same way as even though I said I was never going to get this game, and then I got it. <laughs> I said last time on the podcast like, I wasn't going to try breeding a perfect Pokemon, and then I was like, well, fuck it, let's try it. Because it turns out it's not actually as difficult as I thought it was. Or, oh, okay. From what I've been reading, potentially it might might just be that it's actually a lot easier in this game than all the other previous right. ones. Because I mean, you can there's that there's a guy you can talk to who will just tell you if if one of the stats is max, mm. and then <laughs> they had this before, but I didn't realise that, that that this was sort of 
It's not actually what it's for as such. It's like impl- it's like a thing that you can use, but conveniently matches. There's a thing where you can mark Pokemon with like six different icons, and then if you if you're like searching through your boxes, you can use a search to filter by that icon. Oh, okay, cool. But coincidentally, each Pokemon has six stats. <laughs> So obviously what you actually use those marks uh, for is when you found one with the maximum in one of the stats you marked off. I see. <laughs> and then you know what you're breeding. Yeah. Genius. So then you just basically just keep matching, breeding them together until you rent. It's like there's, it used to be, I think why it is easier now is because there's a new item. Because it used to be you just breed them together and the way breeding works is it, it picks three random, it picks three stats from either of the parents and then randomly generates the other three. So obviously if you had like two, the more maximum stats the parents have, the better chance you have of passing them down to the, to the child. But now there's an item you can have them hold that makes that five of the six stats get passed down. So it makes it much, much easier to actually get it to pass down the good ones. Because mm. then you're only ever missing one. But except not because it's still random. So it could randomly pick one of the ones it passes down could be the one that you're not that you don't want or whatever. So ideally, you're getting down to like the more that they have maxed out on each parent, then the more likely it is that even if it picks from either of the parents, it will still pick the maximum because they're both maximum. (laughs) I see. Yeah. So then eventually you breed what I guess you call a perfect Pokemon where it's like five of the six sets are maxed. Because can you see that five and six? I thought that dude only told you. Like, no, he tells you it. it does that, he tell you about each stat? Well, he tells you he he tells you every stat that's the same. It, he tells you the highest stats, and then if more than one of them is exactly the same, he tells you all of them. But then, obviously, because it's because it's actually the maximum, then you know, mm. <laughs> then you know that it's at the maximum, and every other one he mentions then is also at maximum. I see. So you can just do it that way. So then when you get to five out of six, that's like as much as you can do because you've got that item that passes down five. So that's about as good as you can guarantee. But theoretically, you can make like the ultimate flawless Pokemon, which has six out of six, except that takes a fucking long time. Because if you, what you're basically doing then is you're breeding two five out of sixes together mm-hmm. and hoping that it passes down all five of them. And then the one that's randomly generated just has to randomly generate a maximum. Yeah. <laughs> which is a one in 32 shot. So... <laughs> Don't bother trying to do six out of six. Also, six out of six is almost... You're never going to need it, because you almost never need attack and special attack. Because you're either going to uh, yeah, focus true. on one or the other. True. But are, so, there, yeah. are there people with teams full of, the, full of those perfect dudes? In, well, there might be now. I accidentally made one. <laughs> oh, cool. I wasn't trying for it. It just turned out on one of my five of the sixes turned out, turned out to be a six out of six. And I was like, well, that's weird. Not going to use it. <laughs> Don't need that special. Don't need regular attack. Only special attack. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I did that for a while, and it turns out, you know, as I discovered, it wasn't that difficult. And then maybe I'll try and make a shiny Pokemon as well. Now, did, did the fact that it was easier in general? Did you learn that first, and that make trying this all out more appealing? Sort of. I mean, I didn't really know that it wasn't this easy before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew that there was this new item that made it mm. made it do the five stats thing, but I didn't know that you were so boned. Because I mean, like, in, and it's also kind of weird if you think about it in a competitive light, where because like in previous generations, the best you could get was what I'd call like three out of six, mm. like with three maximum stats, because you could only pass down three at a time. Sure. 
So now you can get maximum on fight as <laughs> So now all competitive Pokemon are going to be just better. Yeah, it's going to take that sort of random element out, isn't it? Like, yeah, for mostly. Mostly. Oh, that seems to be like the, the this whole game's approach, though, isn't it? Like, perhaps make it more appealing. To yeah, it's just expo- by, by making more of the systems. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, I did that and bred up some... Actually, I did more than one in the end. I just was like... Well, the thing is that... Really, because you can't... You can't breed a ditto, obviously, and Brito, ditto is the thing that can breed everything. Brito. Brito. <laughs> you can't breed a ditto, and ditto can breed everything. So if you could if you could have a perfect ditto, that would be, like, the best, because you'd be able to breed it with anything, whatever. And in previous generations, you could, the people had done that by hacking, right? Well, not, not hacking as such. Exploiting the random number generator <laughs> right. in the classic way, where it's like, oh, I caught this ditto, and it just happened to have all random maximum stats. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> but, but then how would they know in the older games well there's ways to determine it it's like you can do it by maths basically in the right. older games but now so you can't really get a perfect ditto to breed with so you basically want to make a perfect Pokemon in every egg group like for every egg group is like different different, different Pokemon that can breed with each other why does egg group sound wrong <laughs> it's like and then the egg groups are so weird anyway. <laughs> well, the egg groups sort of... <laughs> it's, like egg group. egg in the, in, it's like in the Pokedex, you can sort the Pokedex by, like, shape of Pokemon, where it's like... Things that are on all fours are grouped together. But yeah. that's not actually the same as egg group, exactly. <laughs> Even though that would make total sense as a thing. It's like egg group is just like monster and it's like this is things that are vaguely like venusaur i guess sort of all fours but also monstery but then that sort of makes sense but then you get like the egg group of water one and water two and water three (laughs) well that's just because there's so many fucking water (laughs) fables right (laughs) but you could have made it like the jellyfish group or something yeah give them names so yeah I was trying to breed up a, like a, a, a five star for each of the egg groups just for the hell of it so I can make anything I want maximum relatively easily. But then I got distracted by trying to make a shiny, which is annoying. You can make shiny Pokemon? Well, you can get shiny Pokemon at random and you could for quite a while in the previous games. But now it's like you can... You, if, you're, if you're breeding a foreign Pokemon with one of yours, then that increases the chance of it coming out shiny. <laughs> To like one in two thousand or something. So. Yeah. This is encouraging skin disorders. <laughs> yep, basically genetic mutations. I suppose it's no real different from dog breeding. I guess. Yeah, but. exactly. But then, but then the trouble with that is, well, the trouble I've been having is that if you wanted to make a shiny Pokemon that didn't completely suck, <laughs> like if you wanted to get any of the maximum stats breeding going. You just have to get someone to trade you something with good stats. Mm. And unless you have someone in a foreign country who will do that for you, you're just... <laughs> I've just been going on the training place and being like, well, oh. there's another one. I guess I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. And it's like, oh, they all these have shit stats. <laughs> Again. Oh, so that's what you meant by foreign Pokemon. Yeah. That they actually has... come from a player in a foreign country. Well, the trouble with that is it's not just foreign. It's also... It actually has to be a different language. Oh, interesting. So you right. can't trade with the US people, for example, because right. <laughs> that doesn't count. Oh, weird. 
And also nicely, if you trade for a foreign, an actual foreign different language Pokemon, you get the Pokedex entry for it in the other language. Does it then go, Pumiluf? No, unfortunately, you don't get any foreign voice sound effects. <laughs> but that, well, no, actually, I guess I haven't checked that. I suppose if you got a foreign Pikachu, but then Pikachu is the same. Yeah, Pikachu doesn't change. <laughs> Rondudu! Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's that. Breeding and trading. That's all I've been doing. I haven't really been playing it so much. <laughs> my team got through the Elite Four and that was enough. Although my team very nearly got murderized on the Elite Four because there was it was the classic problem where there was just one fucker that just had confused Ray. Oh god. <laughs> and it destroyed yeah. virtually my entire team because they couldn't fucking not hit themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it was like nine turns in a row, they just injured themselves and that fainted like two fucking of my team. <laughs> I was just like, God damn it. <laughs> that was really the only problem I had with the Elite Four, that one fucking with Confuse Ray. Is <laughs> there anything you can do to combat Confuse? Or... Not really, apart from switch out, I guess. Mm. But then they come back confused. Or... Uh, actually, I don't know if Confusion retains when you switch out. I can't remember whether it counts, because it's not, it's not a labelled status effect like Poison or Sleep or whatever. Mm. Those persist. I see, yeah. But I can't remember whether Confusion does actually persist, even though it's not labelled. It might persist in the battle, but not out. Well, no, if yeah, obviously. Yeah. If you leave, it doesn't. Mm. So, yeah. And the Elite Four was vaguely dramatic. It had, like, very fancy, like, rooms that you'd walk into, and it's like, giant pillars of fire and waterfalls and shit. <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay. From the different types. Although it was a bit weird, like, the the types of the gym leaders, it was like, water, well, that's incredibly boring. Yeah. Fire, that's pretty goddamn boring. And then there was, like, steel and dragon, because fucking dragon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, wait, was it dragon or was it fairy? Oh, no, it was dragon. Yeah, fairy dragon. It was dragon because I had a fairy type, but I was just like, you're all dead. Because <laughs> no, right. <laughs> fairy is the count of the dragon now. So, yeah, that's that game. Anything else? No, I guess not. Just oh. all Pokemon. I played some TF2, I guess. Oh, okay. And I maybe, I maybe saved a replay that was awesome. I can't. I was having a ridiculous game where I was playing as Pyro, and I was reflecting literally every rocket that was being fired at me, and it was just getting loads of reflect kills off it on all these soldiers. Awesome. And then I was like, "Does this server have replays enabled?" Yes, it does. But did I save the life where all of that happened, or was that the previous life? Oh. <laughs> so I don't actually know. In, we'll, we'll have to put that on the cast if you find it. Yeah, I'll like, we'll put that on. YouTube put that on. <laughs> I suppose that's the other thing Zach and I played. Go watch us play Mario Party too. Yeah, oh, yeah. watch that. Yeah, <laughs> that <was an laughs> more Final Fantasy coming. Now I have that cool. music in my head. Now we're like the one thing I missed from the whole thing was like, is Pirates the theme of the whole game, or is that just part? No, it's just that level. All right, so you played one of the levels. Okay, how many boards are there? Six. Or five. Okay. I think five normal with... ones and then the unlockable boss one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Quite a lot of content then, sort of. Yep, there was for that old ass game. <laughs> and quite a lot of minigames. They I didn't really ever got bigger, did they? Like each each subsequent version was always about that size. Yeah, because they, they didn't do the thing that we always wanted them to and just, just put all, over the all the games. Yeah, put all of the games in every version. Like, yeah, Mario Party, like, anniversary edition that came around or something that's just got everything that's ever been made in it that would be amazing possibly about the ones with the Wii controllers 
That's, that's quite a lot of them at this point, though. <laughs> the can opening game, especially. Oh, yeah. It worked sort classic. of okay on the emulator there. It yeah, it worked. It worked okay. There were a few glitches. Um, yeah, it was a bit glitchy. They always. But it's a it's a it's a reasonable reasonably good way of capturing it without hmm. having a, having a a proper way of capturing an N sixty four. That would be cool if we could capture all the random old games, though. Man, if we, yeah, we should play like totally play Mario Tennis. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, what I kept saying. Mario Tennis is awesome. Anyway, yes, cool. Um, we might do we might do some more of that N sixty four stuff. Maybe it's kind of why. What what else is like? You should do um. What what's obscure that we played? I, it's not obscure, but you should do multiplayer San Francisco Rush or something. Yeah, that was uh, one of the things we were thinking about. Yeah, uh, I, I can I can uh, if if I can improve my emulation of the Dreamcast version that I right. had, okay. then that would be the better one because it looks okay. slightly sharper and would be easier to see what the fuck is going on. Well, well, so it, I guess. Actually, no. I guess I guess if you're playing yeah the emulated version, you'd be able to see it because it would be higher resolution. But on even on the N64 one, but yeah. Yeah, just just like a few minutes of us flying around that <laughs> stupid arena trying to flip. <laughs> and Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, another part of that incoming. Yep, yeah, actually. of course. Are you about how apart, apart, apart where we boned us, well, I boned us, I guess, right at the end, and then we're going to have to replay part of it. Oh, no. Oh, well. But we won't record that part. Maybe. Yeah. We mean maybe. We didn't save, so we're going to have to. <laughs> oh, did you not? No, I did deliberately. Oh, I can't, I can't remember. <laughs> Never mind. I'll, I'll do that before the next recording. Like, it was like a week ago. Okay. Yeah, it was. Rob can't run shit. Dan, did you play anything? Yeah, well, I carried on playing Grand Theft Auto. Oh, of still. course. Yep, there's a. Um, I did another heist, the uh, sort of small town uh, uh, heist uh, bank job in the top of the. Because the, I, I was saying that I was hoping that the characters would like get out into the countryside a bit more. And of course, yeah. immediately after that, like there was a story event where it's like you two are like banished to the countryside now. So, <laughs> so, so all countryside for a while for you guys. Banished. At least one guy is uh, uh, still uh, uh, in the city, but um, um, but yeah, um, so that's been good from the story perspective and stuff. It's all it's all very well done and acted and stuff. All that. Anyway, it was going to be a small town bank job, and it's like, oh, you do all these um, things to prepare for the heist, and it's like, oh, we're just going to break into this bank and steal some money. But then, of course, it was I hadn't expected it went totally mental and was insane. So I won't spoil it because um, uh, they were talking about it on the bombcast, I think, and not spoiling it, but yeah, and just saying, mm. dude, that mission was awesome, and yeah, dude, that mission is mental <laughs> it's totally <laughs> mental so not what i was expecting from a small small town bank job at all it was quite a lot larger than that and then some subsequent missions have been quite spectacular too there was one where um you were to steal something from a train so you get well you get you get michael to go and get a a boat so he sods off to do that and you drive a dirt bike and then you drive it alongside the train and then jump on top of the train and then drive along to the front of the train, along this freight train. On get the top in, of steal, the train. Yeah, exactly. Steal the train, <laughs> control it, and then uh, and then it ends up blowing up on top of a bridge and like falling off into the water where Mike is waiting <laughs> with the boat. And then you have to like sticky bomb the, the, the container to get the door open. And then oh, it's totally mental. <laughs> that anyway. does sound bonkers. Yeah. There's all kinds of craziness, helicopters, all kinds of madness. There was one mission where you had to fly a um, a crop duster into the back of a giant... Where you had to fly it around 
and below the radar of the military. So you had to fly super low. And then you had to fly up behind this giant cargo plane, smash into the cargo plane, like so that your wings fall off and you just go into the back. Because they opened up the back to shoot at you. So you're like, oh, I see. Yeah. Smack, slam in and then run up and kill everybody inside while, while there are like jeeps falling out the back <laughs> of the thing <laughs> past you and then take control of it naturally and then try and fly it and land it. But unfortunately, the military come along and blow you up. <laughs> so then you have to parachute by running up to the end and jumping out of the back. Uh, yeah. Anyway. That's cool. Total mental mission. That sounds like Saints like, Row style. Yeah, kind <laughs> of. Kind of Saints Row kind of mentality, but a little bit more believable. But uh, still mental. And still <laughs> a awesome. little bit. <laughs> only, only a tad more, yeah. I mean, there weren't any hookers involved. So. <laughs> no, exactly. And no giant purple deal, though. But I, not that I would put it past Trevor. Um, <laughs> uh, he's, he's quite mental. But yeah, so I'm enjoying the kind of transfer to the countryside. Although there have been some slightly like there's some slightly more boring um strangers and freaks mission there's like one which is like not that funny which is a, a string of missions which are like border patrols civilian border patrol like amateurs or whatever who are obsessed with getting rid of illegal immigrants but but the joke is that one of them doesn't speak english so um, weird. yeah it's quite that's, weird that's i'm not sure that's funny no i'm not sure as a concept no so I was <laughs> I wasn't sure about that. I mean the missions are okay. They just like they tend to be like um uh off road driving a big jeep and sort of chasing people and stuff, which is quite hard to do. So that's kind of fun, I guess, mm. until you get turned around and you're know, like, oh damn, I have to uh, you know catch up to them or whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Kips, uh, yeah. you, you, are you still there, Kips? Because like you were playing this one. You? Did you get yes. far, or did you? Oh, get... I finished it. Um, oh, right. oh, okay. Mm. So you probably you've done all this stuff, yeah. Indeed. I don't know how far I am through. Do you think by doing that, like that heist, that's like the uh, small bank at the top of the map? Oh, I can't really remember. I think you've still got quite a way to go. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Well, I'll report back on more of that next time. Well, how yes. many heists have you done? Oh, it's quite a few now, I guess. Four at least. Four? He's yeah. probably got a couple. Probably two thirds. Yeah, probably. Well, they started from, talking about from the big my not one accurate now. knowledge. They started talking about the big heist of the, the, the Union one. Depository or whatever, so I imagine that'll be the end of the game. Uh, but there's probably a few more to do before then. Uh, you know, you, you know what will probably happen. The big heist will happen, and then there'll be some tail end story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably, yeah. Almost certainly. Anyway, so. No, so oh snap! We need to go settle the score with this dude or something. <laughs> yeah. Then you kill him. You're a fan of walk, uh, walk away all smug. Do you enjoy the game, uh, uh, Kippers? Yeah, it was alright. It was quite good fun. Um. I don't want to spoil like any of the end stuff, so I won't okay, talk cool. about it. But I can't really say much more. But it was quite good. Cool. Okay. <laughs> good, to know. good to know. Quite good. That's the. Uh, that's the I don't know. We've been kids of the online stuff is the worst bit, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, I haven't played that. It just doesn't work properly for me. I don't get no, the point well, of it at all. They keep patching it and they added new content to the online. But I, I mean, it doesn't really appeal to me yet. I haven't really tried it, so. Yeah, I'll give it a bash sometime. Did they get you just? I suppose 
can you, can you can you just create a game similar to like the the hex that made GTA Four sort of multiplayer where you can I just like know. use the world as a sandbox and hopefully well, I mean you can yeah you can just run around in the get in the world which is effectively like a lobby for all the actual multiplayer yeah missions. I guess so if but you, you can could private like, it off and put only people you know in and just cock about in it then that's yeah, probably that's things. probably what you want from a GTA Online isn't it yeah. I think I said last time that Eurogamer had some people playing Car Conkers with the giant yeah, you did. Uh, helicopter. That, that sounds awesome. That sounds quite fun. Anyway, yes. Oh, well, uh, Kips, we... and, Kips and I talked about it at reasonable length, like off air and stuff. And like, I'm not sure you're quite as an enamoured with it as as Dan is, Kips. It's like as you say, you say it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like anything amazing. It's just more of the same kind of stuff, basically. Just bigger. Yeah, I, I I didn't really think it was all that great. Like, there was a few problems with it at the start. Like, the aiming was kind of awkward, and the freaking reticule is almost impossible to see unless you change it. Right. Like, it starts off as like a dot, but when you play it on like a when you're playing it on a couch or whatever, you can basically not see it. Okay. So yeah. I had to change it to like the one with the circle around the dot. Yeah, but you can do that, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can, yeah. But if you didn't know about that, you'd probably be like, what the fuck? I can't see where I'm aiming. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's it's kind of the same size as the Max Payne dot or whatever. You probably have the same problem in Max Payne. Oh, I played that on PC, so it wasn't so much of an issue. Yeah. Obviously, it's right in your face. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm playing GTA 5 on my monitor, on my PC monitor, so I don't notice that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I can't really remember it, like how it played all that well. But I remember having, um, being, found it quite difficult to get used to how it controlled for a little bit. Like the running around is a bit awkward at times. Well, that's kind of classic, isn't it? But it's got yeah. a bit better. I mean, it, it, you get used to it, don't you? And then you, it doesn't matter after that. Yeah, it was alright. <laughs> 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 cool. Okay. That's like the most non-committal answer, isn't it? <laughs> it's, right. it's the same answer for Bioshock Infinite and all the other like games of the yeah. year contenders. Yeah, it's alright. Yeah. <laughs> still, still, my best game of this year is probably Devil May Cry. That game was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, high, it's high on my list. Cool. That seems to be. I'm still, I've still got choice. the DLC for that to play, which I, which I. Yeah, I never up. tried the DLC. Yeah, it's like I've got it. I've just not, not got around to playing it yet. Right, how are we doing for time? Do we want to wrap this one up? Are we at yeah, yeah, we're overrunning. Okay, uh, well, thanks everyone for joining us for the sidecast. Thank you to Rick for joining us uh, this time round. Hey, Kippers, do a plug. <laughs> yeah, plug your plug? Uh, your streams. You will plug yourself. You're not. You're on the sidecast. This, this is what guests are supposed to do. This is what our oh, guests yeah. are supposed to do, right? <laughs> well, if you want to catch me playing all right games. Um, <laughs> you can catch- and then forgetting what the story is <laughs> yeah completely yeah. ignoring the story but I interact with the chat so there you go hey how's everyone um, doing out there in chat land <laughs> everyone alright yeah <laughs> pretty much <laughs> you can awesome. come watch me at twitch.tv forward slash DJ Kipling yeah cool. That's or, pixels evolved but- still a thing it is there's a, a community channel that we do as well called Pixels Evolved, twitch.tv forward slash Pixels Evolved. There's about 12 casters that do um, do shows on there, playing games and stuff. Pretty cool. I mean, I haven't Check done it out. for a long time now, but... No, you haven't. I've, I've been busy. Yep, you have. Excuse I'll be streaming yeah. lots of Xbox One when it comes out. Great. Cool. 
I'll look forward to that soon. And uh, look forward to our crazy coverage of whatever the hell's going on next. I'll probably be making some videos, so if you guys want to put them on your YouTube channel as well, you're more than welcome. Yeah, yeah. well, there'll be more videos from us as well, Make I expect. So we can, yeah. Yeah, exactly. perhaps, we, perhaps Zach and I need to just like invade your setup sometimes <laughs> and go, right, show us this shit. Indeed. You can always come around and record stuff here and that. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. Right. Thanks, guys. I'll catch you next time on the Salacast. Bye. 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 Bye.